Hello, Internet! It's us. Lovely Aww. to favorites. see you here again. Yes, your favorites. Us. Most importantly, me. How? <laughs> the ego on some people. Shut up. No one likes listening to you anyway. Whoa. Whoa. I don't like the turn that well, she then, installed is taking. <laughs> oh, but you know stop listening to me already. At any time. It's like a $20 trip. <laughs> it would be worth the price. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, Grove seems to be mysteriously with like a sword at his neck. I don't know. Well, it happens. <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, you. Hmm? I guess I'm adopting you. Oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough ridiculous circumstances and talking and me being an asshole aside. Uh, we're returning back to Curse of Innistrad. Uh, last session, pursuing the attempt to bury the previous... Uh, burgomaster of the town away. Our valiant party ended up sinking into the depths of a church, into its undercroft, and finding there a young, emaciated vampire kept track of by his father, the priest, in charge of that, their church. After a harrowing experience, realizing the danger that such a creature presented, and more so than they could have ever predicted, they came out all battered but alive except for a few members who managed to, through either fortune or inaction, uh, remain pretty unscathed. Returning with the news, they then met back up with, with Ismark, uh, Ismark Kolyanovich. And once again, after speaking to him about the circumstance, managed to finally persuade Irina Kolyana to come with them and travel over to the city of Palas, where they figured that would be the next best stop to continue their journey and pursue the goals that they had in mind. At very prior to leaving town, however, they came across uh, an old maiden. Uh, crone, in fact. Less maiden. Maiden's young. Uh, a decrepit crone, who sold Nick some odd pastries that showed signs of magic. But with no deterrence to him, he quickly devoured one, followed suit by Faustus, both falling immediately unconscious, flat against the ground. But both remembering times where they felt at peace, or if not at peace, at joy. And that's where we resume. The two of them flat in the mud, right on their backs, in the middle of Shadow Grange. Don't trust old ladies with pastries! Don't trust old girls. That too. I really hope this is on the up and up. Huh? I, I hope that's no foul play as it work. I mean, they... I'm feeling that would suggest it is anything but that. Really? You can't see any potential misdoing in eating a pastry and then falling unconscious? I'm saying the obvious. I can't see it as anything but misdeeds. Oh, yeah. I would tend to agree, Irina says. Well, if they were expecting to trap somebody, they probably didn't expect to be in a group of people. On Do we still have a cart? <clears throat> I, don't think I don't think you guys had a cart. No, I think the old lady had a cart. We're just trudging along. Okay. Did we I'll, pick just, up a, I'll pick up one of these idiots. I'll lash Faustus to you. <laughs> and what is this carrying weight? Is I don't know. I wonder if I can do this. Hang on. Let's see if I can probably, actually do this. What is the strength of... You can probably drag him like a dog sled. Yeah? Um, yeah does he have the carrying weight of one soggy scientist? Cut, no, stop. Cat, stop it. <laughs> what is the strength um, you said, Wolf? Wolf's strength is 
12? It would be really slow going and harmful to him. Okay, then never mind. Uh, Grove will just alley-oop. Harmful to the dog or Faustus? That A little bit of both. <laughs> Fine, Grove will pick up the other idiot and carry him. Who's got Faustus and who's got Nick? I guess I have Nick because you said you are going Faustus. Okay. I would help, but I do not have strength. Yeah, I have enough. Right. Uh, we do not have time for this today. Do you have time for it ever? We've certainly had more time in the past. <laughs> Can't imagine the luxury. She eyes both of the unconscious members with a cautious glance, but uh, then looks to the path directly leading out of town. For already, I can hope that nothing poor would have happened to them, but at this point it's too late to really do much about it. I would like to leave here before the Geist progression begins. Fair, fair. Yep. Grove nods. Yeah. If... Alright. You begin to head out of town. Uh, Irina follows directly along, making sure that everyone seems at least as capable as they're going to be for the moment, not forgetting anything. Watching carefully to the two fallen members still. So you head out into the day, still damp from mist, but otherwise as bright as you can expect from here. All right, and are you just following the path back out of here? Yep. Yep. Path that we came in, path that we go out. All right, so you depart, following back along the old somber road. It takes a good while, about mile, three-fourths of a mile before you start hearing some groaning from those of you carrying the two. Faustus and Nick, in pretty short order, you both rouse from your dazed unconsciousness, the visions you had experienced just melting away before your eyes, them flickering open, casting them aside like a dream. You can remember that you remembered it, but it isn't as vivid, and you feel emptier for it. Still, you find yourself in... A poor state of consciousness. Damp. Currently being carried. You ate a suspicious pastry. And what? I passed out from a pastry? I dropped him. Ow. Good morning. This is what I you I think get. someone found out it was magic. You don't feel too many ill effects, by the way. You feel as if you've woken from a sleep. Not a particularly excellent sleep bit stiff, but awoken from a sleep. Only the melancholy of the fleeting dream. So it's about to sit down now? <laughs> Not unless you ask to be set down. Yeah, he'll like slap him on the back or whatever. However he's being kicked. I'll take that as a sign to get down. Yes. He begins dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Grove, will, Grove will kneel and let Faustus get on his own feet. He'll stretch a little, head over to Nick. How many more of those do you have? Uh, do they, like, take them with them? Or, because I assume... That, like I don't believe anyone's them. made word of taking them, uh... I thought Nick We're just stuffed his shirt. <laughs> I don't think I've heard anything about anyone confiscating them. Uh, beyond that... Uh, you were giving them wrapped up, and if they were gathering your goods together, they were probably included. Yeah, I picked up uh, one for everybody, so there should be five left. I think I'm alright. Do you want me to at least purify those? Please don't touch mine. 
I think I have Don't a use do a prop. thing for them. How much do you want for them, Nick? Uh, you can you can have them. He'll reach his hands out greedily. Yeah, Grimhold's gonna raise an eyebrow and like just look at Nick like, what the fuck? Yeah, even Illyria's like concerned. Uh, Nick, do you go to fetch them? Just reach yep. into a bag and get. All right, as you do so, you notice that there are only three in there. As you pull apart the oil paper. And you find a small pasty doll passed the fuck out in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, somebody else had one or two. Or one of us doesn't exist. I'm just saying. Grove pats himself down. No, I'm existing. I carried him. Oh, man, we have a class three Rick and Morty situation on our hands. (laughs) Oh, jeez, Rick. They taught you that in Inquisitor school. Uh, disappear? That'd be a pretty. Like, look in the bag. It's like they fell out of the of the you know cloth they were in or something. Uh, no, everything seems as it were. <laughs> this is now your life, biscuit. If it is ever eaten, you will die. I ate that biscuit a long time ago. <laughs> so you're telling me she not only slipped us something in these, but but ripped us off too. <laughs> This is why you don't trust old people. Hey. <laughs> Present company excluded? Leaving that one the fuck alone. I'd like to think members I've done a lot of the work. party. Have I not seen other members of the party physically interact with? <laughs> Grimhill just gets this very suspicious look on her face now and is eyeing everybody. <laughs> Everyone um... lined up. Watch all your feet. <laughs> Let's see. I think by chaining them together. All of them have. Wait, who'd be chained together? Well, but I mean, I mean, like in the circumstance of like where one of them has come in contact with another, then has come in contact uh, with another. You know, okay. like they haven't all come in contact with each other, we, but they're not literally circumstantially chained connected. Yes, and they're only short one, right? Not two. They're short two. Oh, the dog's gone. Wait, they're short. <laughs> well, I thought. Okay, I, I was, well, did he order one for our NPC as well? I believe he ordered seven, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. I, think I, I think I was trying to even off my goal number or something. Because um, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. No, there's seven. Because it's one for the NPC and six for the rest of us. And I think the original intention was Nick was going to eat them going, this could have been yours, and eating it in front of somebody. Like, Nick. Well, would. That was that was a joke. but <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to be real. <laughs> what, a, what a mundane mystery this is. <laughs> well, if there, there's still at least two, I'll t- prefer not to carry. You wait at least till we get to an encampment. I plan to hold on. To- Please do not lose hey, your yeah, weight. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, he'll try to take two of them and pack them away. All right. As you take the two, Nick, you're left with one in the particularly large wrapper you had left. He's just going to put it away. Not fuck with it at the moment. <laughs> All right. Do you continue back on the road? Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea why we would have stopped. <laughs> to set people down and make trades is, I'm pretty sure, it. To look yeah. in the path behind us for lost biscuits. <laughs> or some drunk well, we need to, We need to retrace head. our steps. Uh, let's walk back that mile and a half. Nope, we're good. <laughs> Alright, so you resume your travels. Once again, you cross over the river and weave through the rather densely wooded area. Only enough of a path cleared for convenient cart travel. You hear the noises of wildlife. It's subdued, but they're there. Birds, other animals, small insects, 
rodents. The forest is still very alive, but quiet. Clearly you continue. Uh, in what order are you moving in? should have asked this ahead of time, but now that you're all on foot, it seems pressing. I'm happy to take points, because I think the others were carrying people. Valeria will be up near the front, because she's good at moving through forests. I mean, I'm done carrying people, but, uh... Yeah, I figured next in the back as usual, I think. I figured we just might not have altered our order when you put him down. Yeah. Gotcha. No, Grove will probably have been at the back probably... and stays near at the back. I'll probably be up near the front, or yeah. in the middle? I don't know. I think that'd be more useful. And we'll put our frailest, most precious cargo in the middle. Dear sweet Victor. <laughs> yeah, but then if we're I like Victor. Hit from the flank. I, <laughs> I think Victor's cute. I hate him. <laughs> so, Illyria, Conrad, and it was Grimheld also near the front? Or were you staying yeah. towards the middle? I mean, honestly, from the front is basically the middle anyway, so yes. You can make me perception checks. Oh, yeah. I'm good at this one. And there's not even a passive involved. Uh, 18. 14. 8. So, as you continue winding up the road, off in the distance you can once again see the decayed hangman's noose and the stand left there at the fork in the road. But Conrad, as you start approaching it off in the distance... You see a dark spot next to it. Someone sitting on the platform. As you begin to move closer, you can definitely tell that it is at least human in shape. Dressed in dark black and red. At the ready, everyone. Those colors mean anything to me in particular? You would know that there aren't too many who favor those. Aside vampires. They tend to have an emphasis on these deep colors that they find exotic, especially considering that no one else wishes, wishes to associate with them. <laughs> yeah, kind of like how ghosts really like the colors blue and white. Yeah. And <laughs> if you're <down> not <laughs> red and black. <laughs> and he just seems to be discarding some things. I'm not sure what he's up to. In the, in the werewolves, they always like that green and red. Still, uh, most other people tend to avoid wearing those specific colors as it would mark them affiliated with vampires to many superstitious or cautious people. At the ready, everyone. Doubly so. I see no reason not to continue walking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Give me go. just a moment. <laughs> Let's see if I can not Wait. die like an Anne Rice, like I'm in an Anne Rice novel this time. You're going up against vampires. Somebody's getting Anne Rice this 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 <laughs> campaign. Did you fall up? No. <laughs> Yes. You know what? As long as I don't get oh, twilighted, for... it's all that matters. But if you get twilighted, you get sparkly. They and had when you the... hit a baseball, you crack like thunder. They had a short. Uh, you all had a short rest in which uh, people were able to spend hit dice to restore health. Oh, am I still at a max of? Yes, that doesn't go away until you have a long rest. Yeah. So, am I at half of my old hit points or half of my new hit points? It wasn't halved hit points. It was your hit points minus twelve, I believe. Okay. So, based on your new hit points, the maximum is lowered by 12. Okay, cool. That means I've got a little bit of help in me. 15 hit points. <laughs> I was at 9. I know how you okay. feel. Like. I know All how right. you feel. I'm only sitting at 34. Connor, as, <laughs> as, the, group con- hit points. <laughs> as the group consider- uh, continues forward, um, Irina speeds up her step, so she's in line with you. Who is it? <sighs> Seems probable that's a vampire. Or someone who likes me. Beyond that, I'm not sure. She tenses her jaw, but stays resolute in her step. I see no reason to 
cause a fuss unless they start it. They will. I know. It never gets easier. Still, open mind, all that. She nods. As you approach closer, uh, does anyone do anything in preparation before you arrive? The figure doesn't seem to move. Hand on um, the scimitar, but not pulling it yet. Yeah, next Look up the feet I got. I forgot to write down. <laughs> Grimhild pulls out a book really fast. <laughs> a duelist manual. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I hail from the, from the Amagara School of Fencing. Just wibble my arms out in weird angles. Ah, the wacky, waveable, inflailing, arm-flailing tube band school. Daring choice. Durr, durr. Uh, oh, I need to import the pog for Irina. So, you approach. You start getting closer. You can see it's definitely a man sitting there carefully. Poised, really. Carefully? Yes, like someone who is being extremely... Let's see, purposeful with how he's sitting. Showing it in a way of gentle balance in that he is on the edge. But he seems like a man who of noble stature. Someone who holds himself like he has noble stature, even in just the time of waiting. He looks to you as you approach. Greetings. Hello. Happy to see you here. It's been awful boring in the time. Oh, yes. Not that much has been happening anymore. It's been awful dull. Let's do the vampire. Conrad, and I guess the only other appropriate one for this would be Grimheld. You've seen this man. Not in person. Conrad and, well, I guess and Grimheld as well. You've heard him before. You've not heard him talk, but you've heard a booming laugh in that voice. A dispassionate laugh that carried far. Great. <laughs> and you've seen sketches of this man, though not in person. They didn't exactly capture him, often a bit darker, probably in fear. This man is Streffen Moore. I'll take out a mirror so I can see what he really looks like, because fuck this dude. Alright, uh, yeah, you can take the time to do that. Uh, are you caring about being subtle about it at all? No, not even a little bit. Alright. I don't know what the fuck is going on. This is a nice conversation. Clearly this is a, this is a nice man. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say anything, Grimhild, as you carefully open up your pouch and fish out a... Oh, would you even keep it in a pouch? Would you just have it strapped to your side? You use it probably have enough. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it takes mere moments to unfasten it and have it at the ready. Um, you have to look away from him to look into the mirror, but he does look different. Of course, all vampires look different. His chin is less well defined. <laughs> oh god, he's even hotter. And his hair is not at quite as perfect. Doki doki. Oh and no, he seems he's to show hot. The- he seems to show the marks of many scars that have healed over time. So it's movie pretty boy disheveled and ugly? He's not disheveled. He just isn't this ludicrous example of perfection. He's a man. A muscled man. A handsome man. But a man. Doki man. So we're looking at a Christian Slater. He looks kind of weird. <laughs> he doesn't look weird. He looks like a man who's actually lived. Actually fought. Not this faux lord. So he doesn't look like people that are so good-looking they make you angry. Yes, he's not falsely good-looking in there. He's genuinely good-looking. Someone who has actually fought to be where they are. So he's a YA novel love interest. (laughs) No, that's the actual vampire part. (laughs) (laughs) So, might I ask what brings you here? We don't get many visitors. To the gallows. <laughs> oh, no, my son. The Outland Valleys. 
Are we not allowed fair travel here? Oh, I do not intend to suggest anything of the sort. But few people elect to come here, unless they have a vendetta or some other goal. Love, perhaps, but the number one visitors I find are here for some version of vengeance. And I imagine you wouldn't be be here talking to us about them if you didn't have some inkling of what they were. (laughs) Well, simply not. I don't know or claim to know why everyone is here. I figure it's along similar lines. Maybe it's greedier. But you, Conrad, I know you. Fair enough. I pride myself on being a simple man. (laughs) That's far too humble of you. (laughs) Oh dear. Do I sense a rambling lecture? (laughs) None whatsoever. Though I will say, I appreciate that quality. Humility. It leaves you to appreciate how good things really are. How powerful things really are. That's it. No more lectures. Now, I would ask, however, that you step aside for a moment. From the road? Oh, no, no, no. From the woman behind you. Which one? (laughs) Very well. It seems you wish to play theatrics with me as well. There are two women standing behind me, Mara. A woman with stunning red hair. Fair enough. <laughs> I step like a half step away. Well, from his angle, he should be able to see her just fine, right? Yeah. I'm the one that's kind of. So I haven't put her on the map yet because I need to insert the pog. But uh, oh, I, mean... I thought you were talking about oh, me. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. No, this is this is why we you know we're we're paid to guard this chick. <laughs> Well, you said red Chris, hair, Chris and I'm just got like, a crazy oh. vampire stalker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look over to, like, are you sober enough to run? To run with her? This is. Do you know who this is? Fucking the count, dude. What? Yes, yeah, <laughs> the guy we're trying to murder. What? Yeah, I can, I can run. You're um, you're expecting me to step away from the woman we're guarding. All right, you're gonna take her and you're gonna book it, and I'm going to die heroically. <laughs> If you desire, I don't need to move from my position. I just simply would like room to talk. Believe me, I could demand it. But I'm requesting it. Talking is fine. This is a problem with having two redheads in the freaking party. I will move very slightly. (laughs) At least gingers don't leave guys. (laughs) Can I unalign myself to the grid to move even slighter? Yes, actually. Hold down alt when you drag. There we go. <laughs> oh god, and we're even next to each other with redhead team. I, I can totally see her here when you red hair, just like point to herself like me? me? <laughs> the girl with the brilliant red hair. <laughs> just look around me? Me? No, oh, hers looks oh. like a real dark red. Yes, hers okay. is a very dark, deep red. Hers is what okay. I dye my hair. Got hers it. is more ginger. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Hello, Arena. Are you doing well? Uh... For anyone who takes the time to look at Irina, her hands are balled into fists. One clutched over the palm of her rapier at her side. The other one held out a bit behind Conrad. Not touching him, but almost as if self-assuring herself of support. I'm well enough. Good, good. I would hate to see anything happen to you. Really? This exploration seems adventurous. You had your father taken care of. You had him taken I saw to her. My dear, there is no reason to act like this. We'll be together soon enough. She grips onto her sword tighter. The knuckles on her hand turn white. <sighs> well, we'll have to have introductions later. If any of you wish to come by the estate, I'll be happy to serve you a meal, some good wine. Please, don't, don't be strangers. 
And for you, Tatiana, I'll see you later. So, Can I that will be question? all for now. Oh, the question. We no, no, to someone... Max. Oh, Max. okay. I thought yes, her name was Arena. It was. Okay. That tone makes me caught some of those. So if that will be all, I think I'll see myself off. Well, you know why I'm here, Mora. Oh, certainly. It's not hard to tell. But I might as well make it clear. You will find your defeat, be it by me or someone else. <laughs> I'll be excited to discover what you have to offer. But defeat, I don't think that's what you'll be offering, Pop. If nothing else, I can irritate you for a minute. <laughs> I think you'll simply amuse me. But we'll see. You've surrounded yourself with heroes and villains. That's good, that's good. It'll be more interesting than simply those members of the church. Oh, I have a gift for you. Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> oh, I think one of you will appreciate it. He reaches into his cloak. It's keep my, keep my hand on the holy symbol. It's silk, smooth. It doesn't show any bulk beyond his, but as he pulls out, he sets a sword down. It's a large sword, tall. It's silvered, brilliantly so. Down at the base, instead of simply connecting to the hilt, there is Avacyn's collar, but in a different relief than you've seen anywhere else but one place. It's slightly basketed, bent a bit more, and strung with a piece of metal twine, silvered as well, almost like that of a crossbow. You have seen this quite a few times before when you were preparing here previous. But more importantly, Faustus, you've seen this more than anyone else. Oh, yeah? Yep. This was Arcelia's weapon. Oh. She called it her cross, and she bore it with her everywhere. He tosses it, not dismissively, carefully, down at his feet. It sticks into the soft soil, mud coating a good way up. Faustus might walking towards it. Hold on a moment. You might find use for it. I'm going to use Divine Sense real quick. All right. Which one's that? Um, it's my four times a day ability, or five times a day now. Um, I, I will know the location of any undead within 60 feet of me, but also I can detect objects in that range that have been consecrated or desecrated. Within line of sight? Uh, not, that is not behind uh, total cover. Gotcha. All right. Go ahead. I do it. It's just a thing I do. Okay. Um, Just testing you detect, created. <laughs> well, firstly, you very much distinctly detect a cursed undead presence before you. Really? But at his feet, there's a sanctified weapon buried into the dirt. Mud, as it were. We'll take his hand off of that Faust's shoulder. If that is all, I think that's everything I had myself. What's this about? This wasn't a mercy. Did I say it was? Why? Why what? Please. Elucidate me to what you exactly are asking. Can't answer appropriately otherwise. Why did you bring this here? Lean over. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's uh, that's that's Maurer. I don't say it like that. I just. Uh, I think the question is more along the lines of why did he bring it here? Here. Yeah, <laughs> the, why did he have it? Oh. With intent. What intent is that? To encourage you to continue our game. I know you'll come and visit me. But it's so impersonal, these figures behind a board. Planning each move, setting pieces aside, no. I wanted to see the men who would attempt to kill me, and I wanted you to see the face of the man who will result in all of your ways. He'll walk up to pick up the weapon. He steps back, just a few feet, just enough room that he doesn't immediately threaten upon what position you're moving to. Yeah, he'll pick it up and start wiping it on his uh, coat. 
you recognize the intricate detail well. Both the ones made by the weaponsmith who made the sword, the mechanisms you added yourself. It's a fine blade. You made sure of it. It's been kept well. Hasn't tarnished. Looks almost exactly the same as two years ago. This is a greater gift than now. I'll consider making it quick. <laughs> a completely uneven game is fun for no one. Do try and keep it interesting. Oh, and Conrad. Yes? I will say, while you may not annoy me for that minute, I'll see how many times it takes till you get simply tired of my annoyances. Ta-ta. He says ta-ta. <laughs> I love this guy. I like him. I wish all of you well, for now. He turns. His cloak swirls around him, surrounding him in thick black. It begins to fall away, turn into mist smoke upon the air. It floats quickly. Wonderful. Faustus stands with his knuckles white on one end of the blade, wiping it on his coat with the other. You hear a howl. It's close. Very close by. Wolf howl or werewolf howl? Make me a nature check. I'm sure you can tell a difference. Yeah, make me a nature nature check. I'm actually, I'm actually okay at nature. Me too, actually. Huh. You're a druid. <laughs> you should be good at nature. Bet a, bet a 12 doesn't do it, though. 21. Nice. Woo! The werewolf hunter knows what a fucking werewolf call is. <laughs> <laughs> I cast magic missile. Do me and Grove just share a look of, oh, shit? Yeah, do we shit ourselves? Grove was looking around during this conversation because... So, okay. Trust what did a, people get here again? I got a natural 20 plus 1 for my skill bonus. Okay. I, I, got, I got a 21 it. as well, but mine's just a 16 plus 5. I got a 12 in total. Right. So, do you have uh, proficiency in things uh, for this, uh, Conrad, in nature? No. Right. Um, so, you know that it's... Conrad, you know that it's a wolf. You know that it's not a werewolf. You know that much. That's the... As far of a distinction as you can tell. Sick beats, axe is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you need to ask anything? Could anything have changed your response here? A, a werewolf? <laughs> it's possible it's not a, the worst problem in the world. A werewolf would have been an issue because howls usually in, invocate that something else is coming. Either a yeah. howl pact or they're getting somebody to become another one. Illyria, you know that from the sound of that, you hear... How the wolf communicates, not just the sound of the howl. Wolf in my you hear, soul. You hear it calling to others. Close by. Grove. You hear this wolf. You know these wolves. They're large. Bigger than normal wolves. They often lead packs of smaller wolves. But sometimes they even travel with howl packs themselves. It's a large quilled wolf. Their ferocity is not to be underestimated. Oh god no, they're two twos. It's like fighting a bear. Not a hundred percent sure what my stats are, but I don't think I can take on a quad block of it, of two twos. I'm going to. Trick. I'm curious. Why did Grove get more information than natural twenty? Natural twenty. Even natural twenty. The same number. Natural twenties are crits. Okay. Yeah. yeah if okay. you see a green number, it's a natural crit. If you see a yeah. red number, it's a fucking crit okay. failure. Okay. <laughs> we need to um, trick one up into a noose and then flick the thing, and then they die. Like, uh, would... uh, Grove will, upon hearing that, kind of rush towards the group. I'm just, you said quilled wolves or thorn wolves? Sorry. Quilled. 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 Does that change things for you? Like, you're, does, does that change anything for you? Yes. Thorns and quills are very different. <laughs> there aren't thorned wolves so far, except for maybe some strange 
species that you don't know too much about. Quill also, wolves, however. Socks. <laughs> also, this one with enough with enough help can become a six six. Yes. Quilled wolves, uh, they're big, they're scary. Um, they're often associated with smaller wolves. You can't really tell how many there would be at the moment. You only heard one. Normally they would reply to each other. Yeah, Still, you have moments. He's going to come up. Quilled wolves, careful. They, you, who, who knows about these things? Wolves are wolves, aren't hey, they? Hey, Max, question. Yes. Can I become a quilled wolf? Um, what? The difference is size, the difference is stamina, hunting patterns, the, the quills, like a porcupine offensive they can use. Be careful when you get in close. It's best to take them from a distance. Don't try to make anything out of their skin. They come to attack us, though? They sound like they're hunting. I haven't heard responses, so... But be wary. Right. They're not... Exactly. No, you could not become a cold wolf. Yeah, What's the scary? Yeah. Uh, it, it's outside of what you could theoretically do at the time. And there are four of them. <laughs> four, four, fours. Four, Wait, four, we, four. we know there are four wolves now? No, what? we're just joking. Okay. <laughs> Idiots. You I'm curious. Here's a series of smaller, lower howls. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, these howls are not as powerful. They're replies, hunting replies. Very close as well. They can't be more than 200 feet out. We get a general count of how many? There's at least five. You know you have seconds at this moment. We have options to go go fast or stand our ground against a large creature in about a pack of five. I'm going to run up on top of the gallows. That's okay. a good idea. You can just move yourself there? Probably there, but we could potentially get a height advantage on them or something. But if everyone's in the middle of it, then I can get up at the ramp. Ooh, actually, so people don't. Uh... I'll, I'll get in the middle of it so I can do my protection y thing. I will shield for folk. I would avoid standing on the droppy things because I want to drop them. <laughs> Fine. I can't do my fire with you right there. <laughs> yes, you can. Well, I can, but I don't want to hurt you. I mean, Grove is just going to get um, into a tree so he can actually have some good stances. How, how high up are the gallows? Because they need to be somewhat tall. Yeah, I mean, there are ways off the ground about... Probably seven feet. Yeah, feet. around that, a little bit. Like, these aren't the best quality and they've aged. Um, okay. The and the ground here the is muddy, so ramp. like about five yeah. and a half or so. Five feet, probably well, about it. I guess first I'll ask Grove, yo, can they jump this? Yes. Always. Always. <laughs> Question, are Deeper. wolves coming from the gallows side of the path or the other side? You hear replies from both sides. Or fun. Wolf. You, uh, you're you running out of time. Any, fi any final things you would like to do? Any I'll be of you. here. Faustus keeps staring down at the cross, uh, seeing I have, still in working order. I think, I yeah. Along. Other I think than the amount of dirt that got on it at the moment, it is pretty much perfectly preserved other than any battle damage it had sustained in times past. And even those seem to have at least been buffed clean a bit. Is the tree climbable, by the way? Just climbable enough for him to get his footing for our shots, or should uh, he go on the... Roll me an athletics check. Where's my athletics? It's a strength skill. <laughs> Only strength. Um, I could pass without trace us, and we could just keep walking and not be seen by wolves. It's wolf time. Twelve. Uh, the sense of smell is what you gotta worry about for a wolf. Also, yeah, you're basically out of time now. We're literally the last things people are doing. Alright. Uh, 12 max for the athletics. Yeah, it's a little slippery and it takes some time. Uh, 
if you commit your move round, uh, move action in your next round, you'll be up there. Sure. Oh man, if they have low enough attack rolls, I can just sort of wade out into them. <laughs> All right, and anything special from uh, Nick or Grimhild? Uh, nope. Though, uh, I'm going to suggest our escort target be where Nick is right now. Okay. Yeah, she'll And then he wants to take her spot. Yeah, Within she'll fall suit on that. On her on top of the thing that will fall down when uh, I inevitably shoot the lever. Uh, okay. <laughs> shoot the this, lever. This Scalos is probably more than like the seven or eight feet it looks like, you know? I mean, like, Illyria's not hanging halfway off of it. It's literally designed to carry people, or at least bodies. And someone has to pull that lever. (laughs) Grove will shoot it like a badass out of a tree. And I got, no, I'm just getting my weapons out, I guess. Alright. As you all set up, if you begin to hear the sound of them panting, moving through grass, quick, you begin to see the black shapes. And like that, the there, black there. ships. Oh no! Oh god, that's a lot. Do I not? Uh, hmm. That's eight wolf. Can we get a chance to shoot at them first? Go for it. You didn't specifically say that, but I'm fine with that. You have plenty of time to figure that okay. out. Okay. That's part of the types of things I was asking about. Yeah, I didn't realize they'd be right there. <laughs> Question. So the one that's two squares or three squares to my left is the quilled one, and the rest are all normal. Correct. As far as you can go. Okay. That's a wild defiance wolf. That's not a quilled wolf. So Have you looked at the art on the Lions, Travis? I know, that's me being a dick. Um, actually, I'll probably, uh, if you'll allow it, try and do a stealth, just because I'm at the tree and I don't want them to eat my blood. Uh, yeah, I'll allow a hijack as one thing ahead of time. I'll have prepped. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't realize they were like starting at the end of their sprint towards us. So I'll have prepared an action to shoot while they were running. Uh, I'll just shoot the one that's ahead, ahead of the pack, I guess. Quill Wolf? Quaff. Get the quo off. Once someone lets us off, Faustus will Wait, turn. that's not right. Yeah, I don't think you got pulled off a negative 14 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's not a plus five. Oh, that's your plus. Uh, but I rolled a 19, so that's definitely a hit. Yes, that would hit. Uh, it only crit It only crit if you use a vampire or, or something else. It is not. Okay. And then, boop. No, I was wrong. Damage. What's the... Um... Um, it's still adding the nine. It says ten plus two plus one plus two. No, that's normal. It's I that's think ten it's plus still- proficiency bonus plus one to hit plus two. Oh, okay. But how'd you get a ten on the roll? Is the question? Seems like it's taken that. Well, because that that was a that was a hit roll. I just want to roll damage. Fucking shit. <laughs> Christ. Well, I mean, all right. If that's how much you're doing, then this is gonna be an easy encounter. Uh, does the yeah, five damage. Because plus two. Cool. Right. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, yep. My bad. Yes. Five damage. Five. It is five. I got a 21 for stealth. Usable for all those six sneak attack bonuses. Usable for all that sneaking up on things that tear you apart. Guys. Yes. We're going to get mauled to death by wolves. We're going to be fine. <laughs> Especially once I start throwing some shit on fire. Wolves don't like fire. Well, I don't think many things see it as like a net positive to their life experience. <laughs> no, I don't know. They're such thing as fire elementals. Well, yeah, but I talk to those guys. They're cool. Listen, all, right. all we need to do is take out the leader, and then maybe my wolf can have. And a that was that was wolves. your hide roll. Yes, bro? that was stealth. I don't think there is a hide. It is hide is the action. Yes, the roll is stealth. Yes. Um, all right. Yeah, you managed to 
at least press yourself firmly against the tree. They don't seem to have noticed you as they begin their charge past. Um, with the, yeah, and you're still partway up the tree. I mean, I guess you could attempt shooting them as preemptive, but it would be nope. quite difficult for you. <laughs> nope, not doing that yet. All right. It's and as they charge hmm. forward... It to me that, like, our, once again, our squishiest people are the closest to the enemies. But they're farthest from the ramp. They'll have to jump up. Yeah. Yeah, if they can't jump up, which maybe they can't. They definitely can't reach across. They'd have to jump up to also, attack. Also, I'm in range of the two squishiest people, so... Yeah. I accidentally did one thing I need to actually edit the... Okay. Uh, Another four Oh, wait, no, 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 I got it right. Never mind. One of the squishies. Everything's fine. Isn't Art... It's pretty squishy. She got one shot. Yeah. yeah Valeria? I, I have the dog there for an extra level. All right. So at this point, squishy. everyone should roll initiative. Oh, right. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. It subtracts 20 randomly. <laughs> All right. My initiative is one. 13. One, huh? One. It's your... Uh, like a deck, deck 16. Bonus, right? Yes. Fifteen. Oh, my, my God damn it, Axe. <laughs> <laughs> why? Maybe he's getting all his ones out of the way right now. Yeah. Axe, why? I always tell myself that, Susan, <laughs> and it never actually happens. You're, you're pro. Hey, you rolled lower than I did. <sighs> You're still three times as fast as me. It's not. I am super comforted by this fact. I have a plus zero modifier. My point is that you're skilled, just not lucky. All things better considered. Yeah, write that on my fucking tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) Write that on my tombstone pizza. Pepperoni and cheese. (laughs) I want stone that says pepperoni pepperoni and cheese on it, and then underneath it in parentheses, if you're a 90s kid, you'll get it. And then an, I want someone right. to defile that grave. Okay, so any initiatives from 25 to 20? D- no. 19 all to 15. Of, all of the wolves go. I 19 go on 16. to 15? I have a 15. Grimhild has a 16. That's about the extent of it. Grimhild and Grove. Private eyes. Where, uh, which you might call cheese. Okay. Uh, 14 to 10. Me. I got 14. Conrad and Illyria. Got I, got four, I got 14, she got 13. Alright. And then you have Axe and Faustus. <laughs> yeah, 9 to 5. 7. Actually, Faustus isn't even in there yet. <laughs> Faustus yeah. is a, a little out of it right now, apparently. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does. And what, what was Nick's? 7. Also, oh, was just... that not Faustus's? What was Faustus? 1. 1. Oh. Okay. I want to say, for all of the in-character shit I'm going to give Faustus for just, like, holding on to a magic sword that would be super useful in the hands of, like, of the other party members, I, out of character, love it. And <laughs> oh, think yeah. it is great. Well, what's, he gonna, what's he gonna do? Just throw it at you? Here, take my wife's sword! Oh, no, I fully expect to have to, like, be an asshole to him to <laughs> even potentially make him let go of it. Give me the sword. But I just well, let's start with that, and then get progressively more personal and bearded. <laughs> it's what she would want. All right. Um, all right. So Grimhelm, you're poised on the edge of the hangman's. Uh, yeah. I'm not even sure the term of it. Uh, gallows. gallows. Excuse me. Oh, I don't know why I lost that. Yeah, you're poised on the edge of the rather rotted gallows. There are quite a few wolves gathered around you. A particularly large one, snarling. <laughs> You are perched on the end of the hangman's gazebo. It bleeds from a corner of its face where your bolt grazed by and then embedded into its side. Bit at an odd angle, but it seems to be hurting. Just stare it down. I'm going to... 
pretty much. But guess <laughs> what? My crossbows don't have the loadie, so I don't even give a fuck. Uh, I guess I'd do some sick tricks to load it, and then uh, can I ready my attack for when something gets up to the? Yeah, uh, you can ramp? use you can use your action to uh, prepare an action. Then you say what you want the trigger to be, and then that action will resolve when that trigger is fulfilled. If okay. you want it to. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I'm going to attack. My action is going to be something getting on to that ramp that is not for my friends, and the action is going to be to stab it. And if I can do my bonus action as well. Uh, you cannot hold on to your bonus action. You can only hold on to your main action. There. Well, I can't shoot this bonus action without attacking first. So my bonus action will be... Pep talk? No, I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> Minus 15 stress? No, I'm going to use a fainting attack on the quill wolf with my crossbow. And what? what? A, so that just reads the next this? attack you make this turn? It's yeah, within five feet. Out of it and shake it around and then actually shoot them with the right. Okay, uh, so... Yeah, what does a fainting attack look like with a crossbow? But does, but does it say the next attack you make this turn against within five Yeah, it says the next attack you make it this turn. Okay, just wanted to make sure, because otherwise it wouldn't apply outside there, but it works that way. Uh, Alright. What so does a crossbow faint look like? Uh, have you ever seen Equilibrium? Yes. Gonkata? <laughs> Basically. So you maneuver through the... Your compatriots all gathered up on top of the gallows, uh, carefully weaving through the rather creaking boards, and set yourself up properly, staunchly. All right, Grove. Climb the tree, and then... Uh, I want to be even higher in the tree. No, I'll uh, hold action. Um, I'll have the dog hold action that if anybody attacks Illyria, it'll intercept. Oh, I feel so protected. So you can't intercept, but you mean attack them? Yes. Or can he take the, uh, is there like a defensive maneuver to get in the way? That is what I have. It is a fighting style. Yeah, I think that's a specific thing to get. That's fine. Then he'll just, he'll just. Otherwise you could physically block, like surround someone, but that's hard to do. (laughs) No, that's fine. Then yeah, he'll hold action to chop (laughs) one that comes after Illyria. We just need a party that's nine people large. Just phalanx for maneuver. (laughs) Everybody block for everybody else. (laughs) Just a single. All right, Conrad. Mob. Um, you hear the sounds of growling wolves. They move closer. All right, so I'm going to prep an action to um, attack the first wolf that comes in attack range of me. Also, people need to remind me more when I say sound effects. I'm going to attempt to do them like I did with the pigs and the like. So, uh, Orp. Orp. I will. Orp. I will start trying to do that in future. Um, just remind me if I ever forget. Even make- if I hate it, I'll probably hate you, but do it anyway. They make that little woofing noise, like boof. Hang on, I have a scale Matt sent me so you can know what sound yes, effect to make. Yes, I know the scale. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to prepare an action to attack the first uh, cre- first wolf that comes within attack range of me, and I'll use my bonus action to prepare a Wrathful Smite. By prepare, I mean cast. All right. uh, I will note something to go a little further into description. Not all of you had seen a quilled wolf before. All of you at other times had seen wolves. They are omnipresent throughout Innistrad. Not necessarily always aggressive, but always there. Everyone knows what wolves are. A quilled wolf come only from the deep forest, the Somberwald, the Ulvenwald. Conrad, you'd have seen one in the distance, probably not in your face. While it's not directly there, it's, it's massive. It's covered in shaggy brown-black fur, and sticking from amongst it are sharp quills, the reason it's named such. Long spikes, vicious, 
It has a strong face, and his body is massive. A normal wolf is smaller than an average man. Not by much, but it's, it's slightly smaller. A quilled wolf rivals a bear. Large, long, muscular, and in this case, furious. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, so you prep an action to attack if something is close to you? Yep. All right. Uh, Illyria. I'm going to make a thorn whip. Okay. And I'm not going to grab the damn wolf, but I am going to hit it with it. All right. Does 1d6 damage if I hit. Not even plus a thing. Uh, plus five my... Or no, no, not the damage isn't. No, it's piercing damage. The big bonus is that you can pull something 10 feet closer, but I don't want that uh, thing 10 feet closer. No, just 14. pull it up onto the thing with you. 14 hit. And you're attacking the big one? Yes. Yes. Yay. It attempts to move to the side as you raise your arm and flick forward, a trail of green light turning into a deep green, thorned, long vine. It lashes out and strikes against its side, quill against thorn. I do three. Okay. I feel a you little see bit Karama-like now, right now. You see it rake against its fur, and you hear a clatter against the quills. You pull it back. You haven't made a major dent, but it continues to veer off to the side briefly before turning its eyes back to all of you. Uh, do you move? No. Uh, I will note that while, that, uh, as I mentioned before, this is not the tallest gallows in the world, and this thing is the size of a bear. There's a reason the pupper is protecting Illyria. God damn it! That's just saying you may want to get in the cuddle pong. <laughs> yeah, you might want to. You might want to move to the other side of the Dogerman. I mean, worst case scenario, but, I mean, I'll move over there, and then Nick can try guarding the ramp. The rest of the wolves might have plenty of trouble getting up there, but it's literally just this thing is bigger. Yeah. This thing is enormous. Yes, All that's right. exactly it. It's just Ooh, that it's quite yeah, large. Leave it, it onto the droppy thing, and then drop it. Yeah. Mm. A bad it's not big enough to drop it into, though. <laughs> it might yeah, be. But if half of it goes through, it's going to be a severe disadvantage. True facts. Listen, I might be trying to get myself a wolf pack in my turn. It's going to be dumb. I love it. I want more puppies to play with. All right. Get it to come my way. <laughs> so now it's... The wolves continue moving forward. Moving aggressively. See? I didn't like that range finding you were doing from the wolf have a big pace movement. <laughs> no, that was me. Oh, no. <laughs> don't scare us like that, Nick. That's alright, the wolves are just assessing the table situation and improving our defenses. Hmm. They're gonna hamstring us next. Faustus, why are you seeing how far they are? Conrad? Conrad. <laughs> Look, with, with the ranges my spells operate at, there's really only two distances, next to me and not next to me. Apologies for the silence. Uh, I ha You know, moving a bunch of things is not the most exciting thing for me to really dictate. <laughs> That's fine. They, they moved closer to the gallows. <laughs> yes. Yes. They all advance quickly, pushing through what remains of grass, stepping through the mud. Some uh, get closer to the road, and they all advance right onto where you all have gathered. Except for Grove, still hidden away. Showed him. Oh. Now this the large one moves closer. He's pro-wolf. He's just hiding up here so he can survive it. He's See. a professional wolf. I look like one. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the gimmick wrestlers from uh, T95, I imagine. <laughs> what what was the trigger you had? You were holding use action for anybody that attacks Illyria, or the first thing that Not attacks the rest Illyria. Of us. You bastard! <laughs> nope, Illyria <laughs> is still hurt. And by the way, Kevin, you're thinking of Tiger Millionaire. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Conrad, what were you holding the action for? Uh, the first enemy that gets in attack range of me. 
Shank gets in his grill. And Grimhild was waiting for the big one to get there, right? I was waiting for any wolf to get on. Any wolf to get on the ramp. Yes, I mean specific. I mean in attack range would make more sense. I guess right. the large wolf barrels forward. Illyria, having stepped to the side, charges straight towards the ramp. Its claws begin to scrabble up the boards, but as it reaches them, there are two blades waiting for it. Uh, both Conrad, since Conrad was technically it entered Conrad's zone of control first. Uh, Conrad. All right, so I'm going to use my Wrathful Smite, which is a normal attack at first. <laughs> so we'll see if it hits at all. But uh, how does a 17 do you? Uh, that'll hit. All right. D8 and a D6 plus four. And what is Wrathful Smite? Wrathful Smite does one D six. What is it? Mental damage, psychic damage. And Oof, then, okay. And then if it has a cre- then if it's a creature, which I assume a wolf is, it makes a will save, or it is, or it becomes frightened of me. And I do sixteen damage, and it makes a will save, or a, a, uh, a wisdom so, save. Sorry. So for Conrad, how would his wrath manifest itself? Would this be light color? Um, it surrounds your axe as you bring it to bear, bringing it down upon the quilled wolf, chopping through some of its hide. But what does it look like beyond that? What does it emanate? Probably more than a visual effect, just as he cuts through the air, it probably sounds as though he's opened a hole from which the, uh, the battle choir song, uh, the battle song of a choir of angels comes through. Angel's wrath. You hear the roar as you sever the air. The sound of calling, of chanting, feminine voices, furious voices. The axe embeds itself deep into the top of the wolf. You can see it split, blood pouring out from behind the spine. It is pushed down into the ground briefly as it comes up, still growling. It doesn't seem put off by you. You're a bit surprised by that, but you know you've heard it deeply. As it continues advancing, Grimhild, your sword ready to bear. Oh man, it made its wisdom check. It did. Uh, Dang it. Don't suppose a 13 hits. Uh, it does not. You need to confront okay. less worldly wolves, James. What does the fainting add to it? Does the fainting help you hit it all? I didn't actually get a chance to faint. Fainting is for things within five feet. Okay, I gotcha. You make a slash towards it. It begins to jump to the side, but not quick enough. Though, as your sword catches against it, you hear the metal scrape against several of the quills as it gets shoved off unceremoniously. Now, it growls at you and lunges forward. Eddie? Yes. I guess I did shoot it. Does a seven hit? Uh, <laughs> oh no! Nope. <laughs> but uh, I assumed it also would have had disadvantage anyway. So. It comes from the Felwolf clan, uh, known in Latin as Lupus Argenti. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Felwolf or The Felwolf. To be fair, that might have hit Faustus. I don't think it would. It's well, you have an advantage against point. him because he's you need, hit, you need a nine to hit me. <laughs> though, though I will ask, uh, why would it have a disadvantage? Because backing upstairs. No, because I have a dude next to me with a shield that wants to do that once per turn. Ah, uh, yes. If he wanted to do that, it oh, would have had disadvantage. I, I have to declare before it attacks. I figured you had it well in hand. Well, I mean, there's literally nothing else that can attack this round. <laughs> you seemed cool with it. It turns out it okay, was fine. Okay, no, that's fine. I got it. No, some of these wolves have been moving in ways I haven't expected. <laughs> James is using results-oriented uh, strategy here. <laughs> and the results were good. That's fine. Nah, Irina, honestly, I, I forgot to say the thing. Irina eyes the wolves carefully and slips between two of you to step 
forward on the platform. She exhales deeply through her nose and then slides off the side. What? Carefully, bracing herself against the ground. What are you... Hey, I you ask can her talk what to the them the way I do. Doing. I know what's happening. She doesn't say more. She pulls her rapier and attempts to embed it into the side of the wolf next to her. These are Moro wolves. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wolves have the Moro insignia. <laughs> the wolf attempts to leap away, though her rapier scores a small scratch along the side of one of its back legs. Can it I make growls, a what's happening? Uh, make a perception check. Or, or insight, actually. Insight. Could I use animal handling instead of insight? Mm, yeah, go for it. I'll, I could okay. see an animal handling for this if you're looking more at the wolf. Uh, 13. Okay. Even as she cut into this wolf, it only turns to growl briefly before looking completely away from her and back up the ramp. Oh, uh, yeah, because Mara wants her unharmed, okay. So we kill her because Mora doesn't want us to? No. <laughs> just let her stop with him. That is the most unpaladin thing you could have said. No, it's just no, like she's. We don't need to protect her. Is the uh, important thing here? If I yeah. were devotion, that would be the most unpaladin thing I could have said. <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's Elizabeth, not Eva. We have to hear him out on this because this is the quickest, easiest way we could piss off Stephen Moore, and it's way more achievable than anything else right now. Stephen Moore, what's <laughs> Stephen? Let's wait. Uh, um, until that's like the last thing, right? Oh, I love that show. You know, Stephen Moore and the Crystal Vampires. <laughs> Stephen Moore, Steve. CPA. Our Crystal Vampires. Uh, okay, Nick. Blood. All right, Nick, come through for us. Do uh, it. All right. Um, so, what are the rules as far as ally squares? Like, do uh, I need to? It takes you half move through them. So, like, to step through an ally, it would take ten of your movement, but rather than five. Other than that, no other problem. It takes twice as long to get past them. Well, yeah, maneuvering through people and <laughs> bristling with weapons is kind of difficult. Excuse me. Thump, thump. Well, okay. So I guess... Give him the chop. Though, I could probably do this. Feed to... one of them the dream biscuit. Yes, you could. That is completely legal. Okay. Cram a dream biscuit in him. I mean, if you have a hand crossbow, I'll be able. I can swap my sword with that, and then I can just stand back if you want to go for that. Nah, I have a. I have a longbow. It's a oh short bow, actually. Okay. We need to keep those biscuits. Why? They could be some of the most interesting tactical advantage we can pull out. That's I, why uh, I was telling. That's why Grove is keeping on to his because they're so much fun to use. If nothing else, it's like it's like five minutes of unconsciousness in a biscuit. Oh, six. So. Which which one are you attempting to strike? The large uh, wolf or the large one? Yeah, you can so, do it. I have faith in your abilities. Don't short, say that. <laughs> short sword. Yeah. Hey, all right. You did it. And or well, should I should have done? Okay, then repair. I guess is this one. Yeah, that's that's more like it. <laughs> okay. Right. That has been the theme, hasn't it? Well, you wield yeah. your short sword in your offhand, right? Yeah. So. I mean, you only attack with the offhand one as a bonus action after you attack anyway, so you'd have to attack with the rapier first anyway. Okay. That's true. Uh, but yeah, that hits, I assume. Um, so... Yes, it does. Oh, wait, a short sword is a finesse weapon? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, God. The cross of this crusader is most effective in the hands of Nick. Well, it's also equally effective to someone with strength, because finesse well, and strength, it doesn't matter. Throw, it'd be handy as my offhand weapon, so if they get, I can either use it. Or crossbow, so, or two crossbows if I wanted to. I don't know. It's still, good for 
Three, three of us. Alright. Man, I, I bet getting hit by wife's sword. I bet a sneak attack from a holy blade really hurts. Oh, of course. <laughs> How'd you do? Fifteen. No, I That's do it. not bad. I hit for three. <laughs> yes, but I'm you can alter reality as you know it. This this is my job. <laughs> Stepping things. Right. Uh, how does it look when you kill it? What? No, <laughs> my plan. Well, no, what? we can still get the regular wolves. We just can't get the quilled one. Um, basically, since it's already sort of engaged with Grimhild, uh, he kind of jumps past to get between the our our uh, escortee and it, uh, and just sort of stabs it, not quite in the back, kind of goes along its flank, uh, probably ends up somewhere in the brain if he killed it. So doing right. some, doing some, doing some uh, you know, rapier charcuterie work. Yeah, as you carefully weave through them, you manage to take this long strike along its side, embedding with a sickening crack into its skull. It falls down face forward, collapsing onto the ramp. The other wolves bristle, notably, but they don't leave. Well, bristle as much as the quill wolf. <laughs> it's difficult. And one moment. None too bristly. Just wanted to get back to me. All right. I can talk to them. Also, I don't think that 15 okay. is too far off your expected value. I mean, I don't know how good talking is going to do, because they're not like in their natural states of mind. They're under the thrall of a dark... Faustus. Oh. oh, right. He gets a turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you whisper to the sword and stroke it? <laughs> it's going to be okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it transforms and she's not down, not in front of the wolves. No, no squabbling. I just found you. The quilled wolf is gone? The quilled wolf is gone. Okay. Then uh, have to look at the sword for a minute, then hold it up and use it. Turn it into a crossbow and fire it. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. What? And also dictate to me what wolf you're firing <laughs> Also, are you proficient with hand crossbows? No. Wow. <laughs> so this is this is a D twenty plus your dex. Minus one. D twenty uh, minus one. one. It's actually just a straight D twenty. Oh, it is it is a plus one weapon. It's stuff. a plus one weapons. <laughs> so roll a D twenty. But then you will be doing one D six damage with no modifiers as well. Eleven. I'm assuming that. Okay. Wolf. Uh. Let's see. Are you even carrying crossbow bolts? I'm, I'm assuming there's one still in the chamber. Is what he's testing. There is. Uh, as you break it open, you see a fine, well put together crossbow, barbed at the back. Make it uh, crossbow bolt, barbed at the back. Make it harder to remove. The entire bolt is made of silver, still brilliant and shining. Uh, a little dustier than elsewhere, but otherwise in good condition. As you crack it open, everyone else around you can hear the mechanical whirring and the snap, and then the twang as the crossbow is fired. The hell? The bolt shoots. The just turned to a crossbow. Faustus. The bolt shoots accurate and straight. It fires forward at exactly the angle you aimed it at. Unfortunately, your own aim was more unsteady than you meant to. The wolf sidesteps it carefully. We'll need to retrieve that bolt. Still works. Although I'm still as bad as ever. All right, uh, Grimhild. Well, we could keep up our defensive formation, or we can or wade into this and uh, wade into this wolf pit. Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of bounce down off of this because Ten I want more minutes in the wolf pit. Getting that wolf grip. Why we even get on these guys? I'm gonna flank with Nick here and try to murder this wolf. Where did Nick's pog even go? 
He's undermine. Oh, oh. baby. <clears throat> okay. I, I mean, I don't see his pog. Is what I'm saying. I'm oh, trying. Weird. I'm uh. I'm doing the circley thing. Well, I know where it is, but I mean, the actual image of it disappeared. Huh? It was there, and I don't see it now. It may just be me. Okay. Not, so not see... all. Not all women are able to handle the sight of Bruce Campbell. It, it, it happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh. So what'd you get? I got a twenty-five to hit. Uh. Yeah, it hits cleanly. Bring your sword. Uh. And drive it towards the already lightly wounded wolf. Uh, eight damage. It attempts to do as best as possible to at least not take a direct body, uh, a body blow from your heavy sword. But as it attempts to move, it is caught up on its already wounded leg briefly enough that your sword embeds itself and cuts at least halfway through its spine, over through its neck. It falls to the dead. You're dead. Round dead. Okay. Uh, bonus action to shoot the wolf to the south of me. Spore. 23 hits. Battle hit. Six plus one because it's an offhand. Three points of damage. Um, you whirl around from the dead wolf, fire a bolt off in a snap. It fires accurate and true, embeds into the other wolf. It whimpers lightly, but then resumes growling. Okay, that's my turn. All right, Illyria. Okay. Do you really think it won't work, Travis? What won't? Talking thing. You can talk to him. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do speak with animals, because I'm curious what the fuck's up with these wolves, whether they're just wolves or actual mind control shit. Yeah, any information is better than no information. Yeah, speak with I mean, animals. Both. I will speak with animals, Max. Okay. Um, you hold your hands up and gently tap against the side of your neck. A small flash of bluish green hits into the side, so small that if someone wasn't looking for it, they wouldn't notice but you begin to hear the growls take on a deeper tone. Grumbles. Poor Grumpy. She's a, she's gonna be like, kind of trying to figure out if they're, you know, under Morrow's like weird magic thing, or they're just wolves. And if they're just wolves, she's gonna try to get them to like join them. You should probably get them to run, not join right now. Fun fact. But, but think how cool we'd be with a pack of freaking wolves. I'd- Think what a nightmare that combat would be. Yes. But think how cool we'd be. Think how these. Think what a, Ke- a Kessig person would think around a bunch of murder happy people. They'd kill the wolves because wolves aren't exactly enjoyed anywhere else. So but yeah, think, do what you want. I mean, if it were, she's going to at least figure out if they're Moro's wolves versus just wolves. It's the first chance we've had to interact with any agent of Moro. That isn't more. Uh, yeah, you have the moment to call out. Yeah, she's gonna be like, "Hey, what, what, how are, how are you doing? I don't know how to do this." So fun if if I cast comprehend languages right now, I could understand the animal speak. Uh, is that one of the things under the list of things comprehend language can do? It says the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. So as long well, as it's actual speaking, but that's the not, thing they they don't speak. Yeah, they don't like have language. Different. It's different definition. Okay, I thought once she cast a uh, talk language, them, you'd understand like the language. weird sounds she's making. I'm still not sure you would because it's not classified as language. They have a list of languages, is the thing. Okay, this isn't language. This is communication, but that's different. It's one le- It's it's one way communication. You can understand what she's saying, but you would know understand. I don't even think that. that though, because again, it's different than language. It's not. It's juridic bullshit. Yeah, it's not the spoken word is the, what the point is, but it works for her. 
it tra- the magic translates for her how the words would come from them. Yeah, but they I'm still going- don't speak, and she doesn't speak in the same way a human would. Yeah, I'm going to have moved down here in front of the pup before I begin speaking and doing all that is all. Okay. If but, you get um, torn to pieces, gonna- it will be funny. And if anything, they like me while I do this, so it's cool. They're less likely to tear me into pieces. So what do you say again? Um, um, not what I said. Stupid. Um, who are you working for? Like, how are you doing? You guys really don't need to be doing this. Say one thing. It's in character. I know. Um. We roleplay this. I know. I'm trying to figure it out because it's without having lived, you know, a decade in the in the Olven Vault. It's kind of hard to. And that's fine. Just you know, we're trying to keep the hark wolves. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I guess hark wolves, but. Who are you guys working for right now? The wolf near you snarls briefly. The snarl sounds like an angry retort. Kind of, <sighs> there is no need to explain service to one such as you. Oh, shut it. You're, you're just giant puppies. Great diplomacy. <laughs> I never claim to have diplomacy. <laughs> Grove is the diplomacy. We always will know in fine detail why they reject us. So what, <laughs> right, what I'm getting um, at is an attempt to uh, an attempt to assuage these dogs' rage. You jump down from your safe perch, go two lines before shouting at it. <laughs> um, All right, Grove. It is uh, your time now. There's not that much time for conversation around. Yeah, Grove will peek out and see that the Quill Wolf is dead, so that kind of gets rid of his plan to challenge it for alpha status. Um, can I, uh, since I have favorite enemy beast, could I uh, make a animal handling check or something to see if they'll just run away if given a, you know, a retreat howl? Uh, I can let you make your bonus actions. That sure. Sure. Roll the twenty plus three. Yeah, hot tonight. 22. Okay, theoretically, yes. However, there's a bunch of caveats to that. These are purposeful trained wolves. They are not, or at least manipulated something. They're not simply wild animals. A wild animal would run probably already. Mm-hmm. In this case, they might. You would have to sound exactly like a quilled wolf. And even worse, a quilled wolf that you don't know what it sounds like. Because it wouldn't be this quilled wolf. It would be a different one. It would be hard. It's theoretically doable. You know you could do it, but the chances of you getting it perfect are challenging at best. Well, I've got two actions. Let's sound like an idiot, and when it doesn't work, shoot him with an arrow. <sighs> uh, you don't get two actions? What? Shut up. You know what I'm thinking. He'll just look like an idiot. It'll feel okay, like yeah, there's, there's your action. <laughs> look like an idiot. <laughs> Let's well, yeah, he'll, he'll try and do it. So, animal handling or what to yeah, try and make make an animal handling check at disadvantage. Oh boy, here we go. Fourteen. The wolf nearest you turns to look in your direction. It doesn't immediately peer up the tree. The other ones pause for a moment, but their growls do not cease. Just constant <sighs> everywhere. The wolf seems bothered and confused for the moment, but beyond that, you don't seem to have gotten much of a response. It is distracted, however. Oh, well. All right. I guess the other action, and I'll just, again... Uh, what What other action? What are you talking about? Damn it. I thought you get... Oh, right. You Never can do mind. a move or and another action. Can I have the dogger do something? Uh, that If to do an attack requires your action, you can move your dog? Okay. Just making sure. Sure. That's what you can do. You can move your dog and like make it do something tiny, like pick up something. I'll allow that. Nah, it'll just... 
plop down to keep the 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 the, the, the witchy woman talking safe. All right, uh, you have Conrad. Completely obscured the uh... <laughs> Conrad. All right, Conrad's gonna huff and jump down next to the uh, next to Illyria and the dog and the uh, and arena, and then I will attack this wolf. Looks like you just buried yourself underneath Illyria. <clears throat> yeah, I cannot see you. I did not. There you go. Oh, oh. oh, the wolf. What? I'll, I'll put the wolf under Illyria. There, wait. That way you can actually sit beside her because wolf is unnecessary. Well, no, yeah, keep wolf where he was, and then he okay. can just move one south. Okay, that just changed for me. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. I okay. redirected some things. This should look better. But him and the wolf should swap, though, because the wolf was where the wolf was. Yep. Okay. One second. Two. There we go. Sure. <laughs> all right. We got it all together. Don't worry about it. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> Let's run down in a huff. It has not been five hours since I told you not to stick your neck out in combat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. What do you do? Attack. Uh, 16. Uh, that'll hit. Cool. For eight damage. Just normal old axe swing. All right, you barrel down towards the one that was in furious discourse with Illyria, and underhandedly you swing your axe up, digging it deep into its jaw. It's pushed back, bleeding. Snarls as it hits the ground and kind of wet noise. Oh, and uh, where is the silver arrow that uh, Bals has shot? Um, I'll try to keep an eye on that. One sec. I just don't know what wolf he shot uh, it at. Be about here, I think. All right. I figured we could probably. Yeah, I'm not saying get it now. Just I want to know where it is. So now the wolves turn. They move. The first one moves towards you, Conrad, seeing you attack another one of its uh, allies, and it's still alive. It lunges at you, Conrad. fangs towards your face. Seventeen. Seventeen. That is not enough. Well, dang. Eighteen is my armor class. <laughs> How the fuck? Shield plus heavy shield, armor, I guess. Shield plus heavy, pl- uh, shield plus chainmail, yeah. <laughs> Damn, your, your armor class is double mine, and I wish that only meant that you were twice as likely not to be hit as me. <laughs> Another one moves up following suit. Uh, that one also scratches against your armor, leaving no sign of a real impact, though you feel its force against you. That's right, keep coming. With them surrounding you, the next one moves up to the first available target. Another wolf, but a friendly one. Uh, that is a 19 to hit uh, you. I presume that hits. The dog you, Travis. God damn it. Oh, fuck. Did it really close? God damn it. Hang on. You need to use your shield to protect the dog more than anything else. You understand that, don't you? What, me? The dog's life is more important than any of ours. <laughs> um, it's cheaper to resurrect a dog. I think it's 15, so yeah, it does hit. Alright, um, that is 7 damage, and make me a strength roll for you. I should make a strength As in the dog, you. As in the dog, does, you. Do you have advantage for having more legs? No. Since this is, I'm assuming, a trip. Uh, so it's not a that, trip. It's it's a knockdown, which is different. It's, is that just a straight D twenty roll? Or it's D twenty plus one because a wolf has one strength. I'm looking at wolf stats right now. So yeah. hey, do uh, I, I include my proficiency bonus on no, not, not for saving throws. I don't think. 
Uh, attack proficiency damage. Some. as well. Yeah, as well to any saving throws or skills. Well, all right then. Yeah, then add add to that. Uh, you have two proficiency. I don't know what proficiency yes. is for you guys right now. Hey Max. Yeah. Can we name one of these episodes use on first? <laughs> oh gosh. I'll consider it for if there's a really light episode. <laughs> uh, that would be a six. Uh, That's probably not good enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's in trouble? The one wolf. <laughs> sinks its fangs deep into the side of Yu's neck, pulling it down into the ground. Uh, Yu takes eight damage, okay. and is now prone. Wait, it's, if it hits with the knockdown, it does more damage? No. No, I just hadn't said the damage before. Oh, I thought said seven. Oh, did I say seven? Yeah, yeah. I know I had the calculations. Oh, I was looking at the wrong number. <laughs> yes, seven's correct. God, I'm just a mess today. I apologize. Um, excuse me, don't creatures with four legs get advantage on knockdown rows, knockdown saves? Hey man, I don't know, I was just guessing. Don't make fun of me. Um, excuse me, push my glasses up my nose. No, I just I, a mess, I literally like, said that and you... Oh. Alright. I'm um, about to get ripped to pieces. The next wolf that was already next to you, Conrad, once again strikes at you. That You, actually. Not the dog, you. I think we're just killing my dog purely because of its name. This is unfair. No, this, this is, is a Conrad. This has become a serious inconvenience. <laughs> I'm gonna name it something else. I'm gonna this name him. Friend. I'm gonna name him. Borf, Borf. Nick. Nick. Even with a wounded <laughs> jaw, it managed to maneuver around and sink its fangs deep into your arm. Got a 19. Fair enough. Um, it was gonna happen eventually. Right, and that is six damage, and you make a, uh, you, not the dog, uh, <laughs> make a strength saving throw. Oh, this is going to be great narrative. This time Conrad got hurt jumping down to protect someone. It's happened twice now. It happened the last fight in the same way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this time going to be torn to the ground person. and torn to pieces by wolves. All right, I got a 15. All right. It attempts to drag you to the ground, but you manage to wrench your arm free, shaking it off. It lands squarely back on the ground, staring at you hungrily. You shake it off. Shake shake it off. Great. Next wolf moves forward. Once again, the only thing within its reach being that of your allied wolf. I'll give him the protection. Okay. So it only rolls once then. Oh, so it would normally have advantage? Uh, wolves get advantage on attacks when they attack someone engaged with one of their Oh, allies. that's good to know. <laughs> oh. Also, he's prone, so you is yeah, that prone. Also would... <laughs> Yo, Valtus, uh, I hope you got some sick area of effect shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, let me uh, that, however, I believe would miss at an 11. Let's yes. see. Target's humanoid? Nope. Defensive? Nope. Uh, he starts swinging his sword. His dead actually... sword. This is actually the first time my shield protection has worked. <laughs> the last one moves in closer once again, biting down at the now-prone dog. That's a uh, 19 to hit. Oh yeah, this thing's dead. I, I did what I could, okay? How many hit points does the dog have? 11. It's got... It, it, it's, uh, it's got four left? It's got four left. Well, it, it can probably that'll be the dying work? For that is 10. Because <laughs> auto crits against Brown. Yep. Shit. Yep, that's negative six. What's this constitution? How the dying work again? <laughs> you have to go negative con, I believe. One's at 12. And make death saving throws, though, every turn you're dead. Now we're going to have a bunch of tiresome, I'll always miss you jokes. <laughs> <laughs> nope, because I'm going to save that dog. 
I'm gonna save that dog. I can kind of save it next level. We're gonna fix that dog, and then we're gonna get the dog fixed. One second, checking something. It's a responsible thing to do pets. in both cases. Responsible thing. This is terrible. Let's see, yeah, when a damage reduces you to zero hit points, and there's damage remaining. Uh, if the max remaining damage equals or exceeds your hit point maximum, so he's not instantly dead. Yeah. So here's the good news. And being a party member means he also is not instantly dead. Damn. Conrad, Elyria would never ever care or listen to you about getting hurt protecting her. But now the will now know. the dog pretty much murdered protecting her. So maybe she'll think about it next time. All right, Nick. It is your action now. Now that you has been dragged into the dirt, unconscious, bleeding on the ground. All right. Um, guess I will go here. And those are both dead, right? That's, yeah, that's the skull and bones means. Yes, that is my symbology for it. Um, and we'll fail to hit him probably, but let's uh, let's give it a shot. So, so now we're we're kind of lined up in a wedge, mostly at the bottom of the gallows, with Faustus still on top of it. Man, a cone of cold would be great right now, Faustus. <laughs> Just yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. What do you mean you didn't prepare the one spell that was relevant to this situation? <laughs> God damn it, what type of shitty right, wizard well, are you? <laughs> I'll, re- I'll resolve this hit first in case it kills it. So, Which one are you striking at? The, the one, one close to you? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I took a moment. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Hey, that's actually a reasonable attack roll. What's your damage? Yeah. <laughs> That's, again, not too far off of expected it's value. Mediocre, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's only like two or three points off expected. You lunge forward, stabbing straight down at the wolf that had been assaulting Conrad just a moment before. It doesn't have time to turn around before you bury it through its organs. It falls to the ground, dead. Now, I still have move. Can I, or is two up an attack just um? No, you can actually up. move and then do it. Okay. Uh, it is also difficult to hurt terrain to cross a dead body, so double motion still- if you want to cover it. Across that. Oh, so I've got to step atop the wolf. Yeah, can I step atop it, or do I have to end up like here? Uh, I'd be fine with you stepping atop it. It's not contesting the space at all. There's no need okay. for motion anymore. It's just difficult terrain. It's the same yeah. amount of move, though. If you want to start, if you want to end up down there. No, because ne- then I'd move out of your range, and I am much easier to literally dogpile. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> they just all form a tight circle around Nick. Alright, that's average. I think that probably hits. That also hits. Alright, but that's a much less impressive damage number. Five. Not bad. <laughs> and which one of the two are you attacking? The one to my left. Okay. Sticking his neck we'll take out. out the flank and collapse them from the side. Pretty much, especially since they need to disengage in order to start piling us again. Freeing your rapier and pulling it back from the now-deceased wolf, you step over it and bring your sword, slashing it alongside one of the other wolves, also on Conrad. It embeds into its side and leaves a nasty gash. You manage to pull it back, freeing some... All right. Faustus. Uh, he's going to basically hold the sword at his side, stick out his finger, and cast a ray of sickness at wolf on the end. The wolf on the top end or the one Nick just shot? Uh, the one on the top end that's not firing through the entire crowd. All right. Then the north wolf. Make that dog barfy. Uh, I rolled a 15 plus, I imagine, enough. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. All right. 2d8. He does a comp 5. 13. 13 points right. damage and the save. Relevant. You What's saw the save me? for? To not get nauseated? To not get, yep, yeah, always okay. get disadvantage on everything. 
You raise your finger, and once again, the familiar sickly green beam traces out from it, uh, slashing across the ground, killing what little grass there is, and as it cuts across the wolf, it seizes up, its muscles tensing, and then it falls to the ground, a white foam pouring from its mouth. Irina steps forward, moving around some of you as best as possible, over to another one of the wolves. It once again briefly menaces her, but she makes an immediate strike out towards it, not caring of its bravado. She strikes at it, though she attempts well. You can tell that most of hers is practiced learning, not in use. She doesn't know how to fight against life targets. The wolf dances away easily, and her rapier sinks into the dirt next to it. She pulls it out, cursing under her breath. Grimhild. Can I be in use square since he's down? Uh, yes. I mean, he's a small wolf wolf, right? He's a medium wolf wolf, but... You know I mean? Like, he's not huge. Okay, so... Yes, gonna, he's not uh, the quilled one. <laughs> I'm going to pop over there. Uh, I can't make him. Uh, and then I am going to get super mad at these asshole beat up my cool wolf friend. So, let's see. Are any of the three I'm adjacent to hurt yet? Uh, yes, the one directly below you. Its jaw has been nearly lopped off. Okay. The muscles are still strong, but it's <clears throat> open and oozing. Okay. Uh, after I hit a creature. So I'm going to try to hit the wolf immediately to west. My west? Not Illyria. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> She's not a wolf either. Uh, okay. So I'll try to smack that dude. Wow. That was not a good roll. You bring your sword down, the but... Having to step over you has made you a bit uncertain of how to balance yourself, and as you're waving it over, the wolf ducks below your blade. Oh, that's adorable. She's like, I don't want to step on the, on the, on the dog. Can't get the swing out. It's a nice little story. Uh, I'm going to shoot at it then with my crossbow. I assume that will hit. Yes, and you no longer get penalties for shooting at melee targets, right? Yeah. With crossbows? Okay. And then I'm going to... Uh, uh, make it a pushing attack. Is that one of your uh, things? Yes. So it'll do an extra 1d8 damage. Uh, and can you, though? Yes. Well, first... It's when you hear you throw a weapon, but a weapon attack, specifically. Does not it a say attack. use a bonus action or thing for that, though? With a weapon attack, you can expend one superior... Oh, when you hit with one, and it doesn't require a bonus attack. Yeah. Whatsoever. Okay, well then, go ahead, do it. Uh, so it needs to make strength saving throw. That's a six. That okay, it gets pushed fifteen feet back. Well, even if this does kill it, it'll get knocked away the fuck back. Okay. Wow, that was shit damage. I feel like Nick. Hey, Nick hits hard when he hits. Yeah, Nick's actually been killing things like every time yeah, he attacks. No. I know he hits really, really hard. Um, I like how there's kind of a death crossbone on top of him. With your first attack swinging overhead, you then lower your body briefly, set your crossbow against the side of the wolf, and then fire. The bolt is, as you shove forward with the firing, the wolf is carried backwards with the bolt. You see it tear through a good amount of flesh before ripping out the other side, leaving only splinters of wood inside it. It rolls and eventually stabilizes, shaking its head. Then I'm going to... Fuck it, I'll use my action surge for... uh, Even though I don't really need to, but whatever, it's fine. And I'm going to swing again at... The wolf to the uh, 13 does not hit, does it? Uh, that just hits. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, Why are you an unstoppable Tempest? I'm going to also make this a... so. We have two shit kickers. One that 
is consistently kicking shit, and the other one that is an explosive shit kicker. Uh, yeah, I think it's 2d8 plus 4. That's 13 damage. You place your hands against your sword, and with furious might in your muscles, you push it into the belly of this wolf, pushing it backwards with such force that the sword completely tears through it before the wolf flies off your blade, cutting through it once again as it sails off, leaking blood in an arc. Let's see. So I would send it to here. Or if you're doing the every other rule, would be directly onto the road. Every other rule? What? Like every other diagonal counts uh, 10. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. You see it perish in the air even before it hits the ground. Good. I think that's the one that fucking knocked my wolf down. Not my wolf. It's not my wolf. It's wolf. But it's not my wolf. Grove. Uh, Grove is going to be uh, is still in this fucking tree and look like an idiot. And then when he was looking like an idiot, he watched the, his dog friend get mangled to death. So he's going to just take a deep sigh and level the uh, longbow up and take a shot at the, the one that got pushed away the first time. The one that's about, looks like, 15 feet away from the uh, yeah. build. What's your range? It's a fuck ton, right? 150 to 600. Yeah, that's Holy a miss. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll be 20 plus 9. Nice. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Uh <laughs> And preferred weapon, or preferred... Favorite beast gives me a plus one. See if I can one-shot this fucker. Hurt my dog! Considering it's already wounded, uh, probably. It's not really a one-shot, though. Damn it. I don't know. I mean, I'm honest with myself. Uh, you know, Nick's, Nick's offhand attacks don't really count as shots. Oh. Oh, this is the one I blastoed with a shitty crossbow attack. Oh, oh I thought it was going to be the close one. You look at this wolf, pushed away from yours currently standing firm. You breathe carefully. Exhale. The arrow's released. You don't even hear a whimper as it crumples to the ground. He'll just... Yeah, he'll, now he'll, like, he'll just sigh because now it's pretty much over. There's only two left, it looks like. And... Roll a d20. God damn it. There are, there are stealth wolves. They have not decloaked yet. But yeah, is if this is relating to the wolves... Like, no, no, it, just roll a d20. Okay, step in. All right, so that's one death saving throw failed for Wolf. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna climb down the tree because he's not. It, it looks like everything's over. He can't see anything, so he'll take that move there action. There are and get out two of the living tree. wolves, one wounded. Yeah, actually, both wounded yeah, to different so degrees of severity. So he'll take that action to just kind of climb down and hop out of the tree and slowly, probably next turn, run over. But he can't do that right now. Cool. Uh, Conrad. Alright, so I'm still surrounded by two wolves. Yes. Um, are either of them undamaged? No. Alright, then I will strike the one that is next to me, Illyria, and you. Oh, but I'm not there. <laughs> and Grimhild. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Grimhild's yeah. under there. Yep. <laughs> Hiding under him like... Top. Yeah, <laughs> she's just wearing him like a cape. To keep... uh, that's a 19 to hit. Hiding under him, like taken. Yeah, that hits. For which one are you striking? Also, the one just the one left of me. Jerk, that's your left, right. Uh, the one, the yep. one that's threatening the most people. You bring your axe down. There's a crack as you split open the skull. It collapses to the ground, carried by the force of your axe. You unwedge it without much ceremony. Uh, if you're not moving or anything, then that would be uh, Illyria. I'm going to cure wounds the pup. Alright, 
That is one d eight plus your uh, plus. Nice. Eight. That heals the full. You press. You press your hands against the fallen dog. Uh, currently underneath Grimheld, there's a orange white light that surges from it, and it pulses across the surface. It is a thin, almost low glow from inside of him, but that brightens as it hits some of the wounds, specifically around the neck. There's a soft as small amounts of steam pour off, and his flesh is knitted back together, missing some more hair than even previous, but alive. I'm so sorry, you. You were just gonna save my life and I had to bring yours back. <laughs> Are you moving or anything? Um, no, it's not gonna help anything where I'm at currently. It's fine. And she immediately looks at Conrad, but you're getting bit. What? <laughs> Say that again? You immediately look at, look at Conrad and just go, but I'm not sorry about you getting bitten. I'm not saying anything of that sort. Okay. Just thinking it really deeply. Yeah, no, maybe. Maybe. But, like, I want James to like me, you know, and liking me, so no. All right. James can remaining... like you. Conrad can just think you're shitty. The one <laughs> remaining wolf, though, wounded and noting the situation around it, doesn't seem to be moving away. In fact, it growls deeper and lashes out towards the one person who had harmed it so far. That is a... Wait, before you oh. roll... Does anyone have anything to say? I do. <laughs> I'll use my protection. Okay. That's the exact same roll. <laughs> it's worked once so far on the dog. That is Good. a... You protected the main character. That is a 20 to hit, Nick. Not natural 20. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing no, that, heavy armor. That is a 7, and you must make a strength saving throw. I feel like Conrad's just upset at all the petulant children around. Probably. One of them even has a doll. A creepy, creepy doll. I like oh, the doll. Uh, no, of course not. Oh, wow. That's bad. Just gets all up in your entrails. Nick, it latches onto your leg, pulling and trying to growl around. As it pulls back, you feel your feet slipping out from under you as it tangles up on the corpse of the other wolf you were t- uh, piled on top of. You fall down. Your fall is a bit cushioned, but you find yourself back against the bleeding body of this other wolf. <laughs> Another encounter where just covered in blood. Well, this, well this, is, this is Bloodborne via Magic the Gathering via Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> What's this? Man? Did I already tell you damage? Answer. You didn't mention damage, I don't think. It's seven. Right now. Irina steps forward, weaving around the now-reconstituted you and moving towards the one living wolf. She once again seems not as practiced as she'd like and pushes her rapier forward, the wolf skirting to the side, sinking in against the dirt. She looks bothered, but still relatively composed. Nick. She's like a Nick that can't get hit. Nick, kill this thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you are currently prone on top of a corpse of another wolf. Oh, dear. Uh, however, it's your turn. Uh, is getting up a movement thing, or... It's half your movement. Okay. I'll Which, get up. you know, isn't a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get up and try to totally murder this wolf. Alright, alright. I, uh, spectacularly <laughs> fail to murder this wolf. <laughs> You lift yourself as best as you can off the corpse of the other wolf you have fallen upon. Uh, However, in the process of doing so, as you set your hand on it and attempt to 
thrust forward, the corpse turns slightly, and your balance has shifted. You go right over its head. You swing once again, but now you find yourself stumbling back across it once more, and it goes wide. All right. Uh, As you're stumbling, uh, Faustus. Uh, I think I will look over their shoulders and probably cast Chill Touch at the the, the, uh, cantrip. All right. How's that work? Uh, No, just jump off the top rope. Okay, so you make an attack. Or range spell. Yeah, range spell attack, but you make make the attack, yeah. Uh, 20. Yeah, that cleanly hits. It takes 8 damage. 8 necrotic damage. Alright, so when you use this, how does it look for Faustus casting it? I imagine it's just like a sort of inky black uh, ray inky cloudy ray like oh since this was like such a i with the idea of spectral grasp i was presumed it was like a hand uh, that's why i was asking because yeah this one has like so many varieties it could take <laughs> but if you want to be a ray that's fine shadow hand hook slam yeah some of them are very self-intuitive like ray of sickness vine with the uh, thorn with but <laughs> this one's up to you uh, a creepy I'll... ghost hand gives him a mandible claw the sort of like inky flowing ray all right the does it like kind of spread and wrap around them as it gets and it hits them? Does it kind of like spread like fog things to them or something? Yeah, it would because especially for undead, it gives them disadvantage attack. You reach outward, your hand less of an extended finger and more of a clutching motion. Not quite a closed fist, but one ready to. Outpours flowing wispy black, completely ink black, unable to be seen through, but it pours out in a beam, high speed. It clashes into the side of the wolf, but not with force. It sinks beneath its flesh, its skin, its fur. It flies off it in small particles, but you see the wolf seize up and exhale deeply and collapse to the ground. No longer in combat. I'm gonna I'm gonna do up and pet him and stuff. Make sure he's okay. Like yes, I'd saddle off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get off of him. I don't, like, fawn over him, but I give him a pat. He wags kind of limply at first before standing up and shaking off the remainder of what... the places where his hair has not been torn, pushing out a bit further. Okay. Then I can go get the quill wolf. I'm gonna cure wounds on myself. Uh, don't go for the um, hide of it, because, like the magic card said, it's not a good idea. Oh? Let me find that. <laughs> Because it seems like on the flavor text of you it. could make some cool shit out of it. Um, oh, you can. You just I, have to be really careful. Yeah, I know a ranger that thought it w- thought to make a cloak out of its hide. He ended up losing an eye for his trouble. So just, like, uh, be careful. <laughs> I think that was his point, was he went to go kill After it alive, he went to hunt it. Succeed. We were lucky. Oh, okay. That'd be my guess, anyway. I mean, I don't know. You're probably right. You're a large group of people, as more over it, Travis. <laughs> Faustus will keep cleaning the uh, sword and its mechanisms. I heal back up to top with my cure wounds. I'm going to talk to Illyria. Why? Ah, <laughs> uh, the regular occurrence. Illyria. Nope. <laughs> Jesus. She just leaves? <laughs> I'm just going to keep finding people to be around that aren't Conrad because I don't want to be reprimanded. Grove is beelining towards you and grabbing you. What? No! We are having a conversation. <laughs> Wait, the I dog? Are... He's 
telling his dog they're gonna have a conversation? Right now that I'm I done said, shooting we... you out, it's time to get shooed out by Conrad. <laughs> Irina said, takes. Irina takes a piece of you. I'd rather be Irene, shooed. Irina takes a piece of cloth out of her bag and carefully runs it across her mud-strewn rapier. I apologize, I didn't have much time to explain. Um, once I saw them moving in purpose, it's kind of clear that. Yeah, we figured it out. I was doing. Oh, did you? Good. Yeah. In the heat of battle, things begin to make more sense, especially when they ignore someone like me. I apologize for my ineptitudes, though. <laughs> Grimhild goes back to skinning the wolf. Yes, we are. We, Gr- Grove is going to lead Illyria to Conrad. No! I will talk to you, I will not talk to him. We Dude. will talk to you. You talk, you talk to me or you leave. <laughs> you looks up at you. You still love me at least. No, no, to Conrad. Conrad said his name. <laughs> oh. Grove will scratch the dog's head. Oh, uh, uh, Falsus will also send Victor to go fetch the bull. God damn it. Victor. I love Victor. When, when, you, when you look to Victor to do this, Victor just plops it into your hand already. It's clean as possible, though Victor's own outfit is quite soiled at this moment. Oh, good. I'll change your clothing later. New clothing. Okay. And the wigs. Crossbow is, is talking. Not out loud, telepathically. <laughs> yeah, no, Vals is talking out loud, though. Whatever. You have other conversations to have? Valeria? Conrad? Why are you here? She points at Grove. Do you want to be here? She kind of shrugs and is like, it's an adventure to have. I wanted Why to see you? the, the Sombra Vault. So you have no stakes whatsoever on what happens tomorrow? Not really. I mean, she really doesn't. She's here because Grove wanted to go, and she likes Grove, and so... No, need, no need to explain out of character. Very well. Then do you have an interest in keeping yourself alive? She just kind of shrugs. Grove will put a hand on Conrad. Let me try this. Oh, no. You're here... I- on my behalf, correct? Nod. You are acting as my guest, correct? She'll nod. What happens to a host who has poor guests? That is how you are making me appear in front of these people. This is my job now. And you do not need to embarrass me while we are here. Learn or leave. I do not have need for you to weigh us down. Nod. I'll take care of you. She, she already did? Feed him. Give him a bath. He's your <laughs> responsibility now. Just gave her a gift. You gave her a, a pet. And? It's a responsibility. She's not had one before. He's used to having <laughs> responsibility before. <laughs> Conrad, Conrad turns to Faustus. I used to be good at this, you know, talking to people. It's got a lot darker. Where's all this shade coming from? <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm looking to the crazy wizard for uh, not gloom. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You're already, having a, you're already having a conversation with your uh, your creamy-skinned robot baby. <laughs> <laughs> Does he say that? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Cream-faced business boy. <laughs> <laughs> Grove will then turn to Conrad. 
must apologies on behalf of my guest tag along for you want to call it it won't happen again again it's understood just illyria if you truly sitting there if you truly don't care about what happens tomorrow then fine just please try not to put the rest of us in danger man or beast hey she didn't know that like uh, no need he- for out of character <laughs> I can I can understand your thoughts there. Just you know, that's just a time that we don't need. Okay. Conrad, you know that she can't make you risk yourself on her behalf. Thassus, I'm an inquisitor of the Church of Abyssin. Protecting people from Innistrad is what I do. I suppose so. From my experience. Does somebody have a shovel? Should have expected that. He'll go back to, to looking at the. Oh, and Thassus, if you need something done with that blade or the ammunition for it, I can might be able to help. Maybe so. I never could with a blade. Do you but mind yeah. me asking? Aaron says, stepping forward. The importance of this blade. It's, it's clearly beautiful and well-made. But it seems there's something here that isn't being said. If, if it is wished to be private, I do not mean to pry. But it seems people other than me have a history here. I made this blade. The mechanism. Oh, then you're quite skilled. Thank you. She just nods and moves away. Uh... There's no need for any sort of check to know that she can tell there's more, but doesn't want to pry. Actually, Irina. Yes. Conrad, it was? Yes. I might ask you a question about what in Avison's name is going on. I wish I could tell you. I can tell you what I know. I just don't think that that's much of the story. Maurer wants her. His minions won't harm her. That much. This is useful. It's too a ludicrous extreme. I waded through ghouls of his to leave my home one time. No one in town wanted anything to do with the person haunted by the vampire. But they didn't harm me. I decided to stay and kept the home safer. Didn't want to come back to a destroyed and have nowhere else to go but to his grasp. Good. Isolation. It's trying to set you up for something. Yeah. He most certainly was. That's why my brother... He put such work to find strangers... I'm glad you chose ones that seem competent. I hoped. I guess it helped prove it when you managed to safely deliver my father. I didn't know about the vampire there either, I suppose. I knew there was something off, and I apologize for not warning you. But I wouldn't go with just strangers. We'll always have to be strangers, of course, but not ones that couldn't prove themselves whatsoever. Anyway, he calls me by a different name from time to time. I don't know the meaning of it. I presume I am a replacement, a trophy someone. Tatiana, he says. I don't know the name. It's no one I've ever met. An idiot boy falling over a long-lost love, she says. I don't disagree, but when that idiot boy can freeze you in your steps, can ruin everything you hold dear, can kill those around you if he wants to, and only doesn't just because he risks putting a scratch on his doll. Life grows tired. Conrad looks at Faustus and the doll. We have a much healthier relationship than You swear you can see the doll blink. If this want makes me a pawn for you as well, I guess that could be. Not a pawn. More like a rook. (laughs) I just need to know what you... I don't think I have such fortitude as a rook. I don't have much skill in chess either. I'd like to be a knight. More like, in this case, a king. Useless but important. (laughs) Not useless. If he refuses to harm you, then that gets rid of things like artillery, range stuff we could use you to advance in front of us, uh, a great number of 
if that's what it takes, then then I will assist. Mm, however, nothing else. We got to get you swinging at something besides a training dummy. I apologize. Only ghouls have I tried anything proper on, and my brother, who is far too generous in his in his training, Kurt, I, I would be willing to offer you some tutelage. That would be appreciated. I didn't mean to persecute you. I just need to know what you know. Honestly, this is not persecution. I've experienced persecution in my time in Shadow Grange. When everyone fears you, you become worse than that which started the fear. No, I would rather be asked questions and be able to answer honestly than have people assume that. So I appreciate it. Is there anything I can do here? I don't know much about skinning hides or like. I d- what? Why, why did you give me this? It looks hungry. That's the most I'm... important part of the wolf. Eat it will gain you courage. Or if you'd like to save it for some old witch woman, I'm sure she can cock some type of potion out of it. Is that a heart? Yes. Yeah, this, this is a heart, yes. There's good eating on one of those. Never been much for heart meat, but... If you do you not cook know about... it slow. If you cook it too fast, it'll become too tough. Or you could make some cool wolf, I guess. Or you could just eat it raw. I don't That's what I suggest. That. I do. If you don't know about skinning, at least prepare some graves for the poor used minions. We have so much normal meat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she takes we have a... normal meat. This is special meat. It's not wolf meat, it's quill wolf meat. When you say about the grave, she takes a small spade out of her bag. It's not particularly large. It's small enough that she can strap to the side, but she just dutifully sets to begin digging. A mass grave is fine. Just one hole for them all. Why are we digging a grave for wolves? Because they were used, and they did not deserve what came to them. If you don't feel it's necessary, you can go on ahead. I will catch up. And what little isn't butchered will just attract worse things to the road. I would rather not create more misfortune for those behind us. Uh, yeah, as far as I see it, I saw the bear and drag them off a good distance. We shouldn't take too long hard. either way. The boars will come sooner or later. Even pick them up if they're buried, but at least that will keep them busy, as opposed to worse things. And till the earth so that other things may grow eventually. The circle of Lord. He does spooky fingers. I don't think you understand the sound of what, my friend. I was hoping it was different. My last request is that we, uh, the next time we come through here, we don't pass the gallows. I hope it's not your last request. Does that make it three times something bad's happened around these things? I suggest we take, get them down. It's difficult. This is the cleanest way through, unless you want to skirt the forest by the river, which I do not suggest. Oh, well, hopefully let's not forest. come back until we're done with all of this. She nods. I like that plot. Presuming Actually, no one is... Oh. That may be fitting. Let's burn his gallows down. I need at least a new arrow. I'm sure I can find a... <laughs> I can find some sliver out of this wood. And Hangman's Noose is used for some random thing some old witch woman would want. Good trades. I get the feeling that disturbing this gallows is going to cause us a number of problems in the long run. That's just superstition. Very well. You might spook the spirits. Beyond that, I have no qualms. I leave the decision to the holy man. The old holy man? The holy man? Old the, You, Conrad. Do as you like. Worse comes to worse. If the spirits come back, it's we can handle it. We'll see if they simply join in the pr- procession tonight. Yes, that's the second time someone's mentioned that. Is it just... Imagine the Aurora Borealis, but with ghosts. I don't think Grove's ever seen it before. This is, this is not a thing you know of. Yeah, that's Either what of you know of. It. I know. 
I'm oh, just did you mention that card. in character? I'm just thinking of the card Spectral Procession. Oh, yes. I, I, I know Spectral Procession. <laughs> Travis, did you say that in character? Yes, no, he was saying that in character. He doesn't know what the fuck this is. Oh, you don't know about the Geist March? I'm from the woods. Geists do not often hang around to march like it's a parade. started two years ago. There was a battle. Big one. Many people died. Around 40? It was a lot. Afterwards, there were far more guys than there had ever been around here. Back at the church in Shadowgrange, the graveyard didn't have all of their bodies. It had some of them. But it's where they seem to go. They're not violent. There's many of them. Every night, they pile out of the ground and walk their way up until they get to the state. And then once again, they die. Every night. Faustus actually looks up from the blade when he hears that. It's been worse since the attack a year ago as well. Almost everyone more kills now. Joins the procession. Not specifically him. Things he controls, things he cares about. I don't know if it's his works or that of just fear, emotion. They come nonetheless. You grow used to them. They're not that loud. They're simply bright in the night. Windows boarded up, you barely notice it. Can we see it? If you want to wait around for another half a day, I suppose. Goes by the night, takes hours to progress there. They cover many miles. We don't have to return to town, but still, we'd have to be out at night, which, if you're confident in, I suppose. I would prefer not to. It is a sight. If you had a vantage point, I'm not sure if anywhere around here is safe enough to view it from, but it stands out. A great blue worm climbing to the castle. Where do we need to go? To see it? No, to the... Where, where's the city? Are we heading there now? Where were we going this night anyway? Uh, well, you're during the day right now. It's actually like only hitting midday now. It's still dark out, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, our... it's much darker than elsewhere. I guess that's true. What um, were our plans this night already? Wop, 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 wop. Here we are. Oh, come on, thing. I think we were yeah. heading to the city. Uh, you were heading to Palas, which is... At right here, there is a sign that one part points to uh, Palas and Morris State. It's uh, one route that will un- end up splitting off to both. The other one leads off to Shadowgrange, and there was the fork that led off to the Serpool where uh, the Bitter Hearts were located. We can continue. What's Nick look like during this? Oh, I must have cut out before he muttered something before about it. About Jack being stubborn to keep trying to go back to the castle. Um, yeah, no, he's just he doesn't. He's mainly looking at uh, uh, Faustus because he kind of wants to stick around and see it, but uh, doesn't want to like be the one to bring it up. So, all right, do you prepare to move on after bodies are either buried or shoved off? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What kind of cool shit can we make out of a quibble skin? Uh, depends on what type of thing you want to work it into. Cloaks are the easiest because therefore you don't really have to break many of the quills that aren't already you know broken. Uh, you could potentially tip an arrow with a quilled wolf quill. They're quite sharp. Um, would still need a bit of sharpening to be like as on par with a normal arrow. Um, but the material is still pretty strong, and you have a lot of them. Uh, cloaks are really common. You could make a hat, but that's a little risky for taking it off and putting it on. Um, you know, various things you could do with a normal pelt, just dealing with the fact that they have giant uh, chitinous quills. Make a dagger out of it. A karambit. <laughs> Or that would be a bit better boar tusk, maybe. Cloak uh, is probably fine. But yeah, you you managed to get it skinned. You managed to... Uh, it's not the cleanest job, but again, the uh, thing was already pretty tore up. 
So once you get everything in line, you begin to move again, losing about, I don't know, hour and uh, about an hour between the conversation, the fight, and doing all this. It's not that long. You have enough of you. And you set back on the road. The signs lead you this way this time. Oh, good. More road, more water. Oh, and I guess I should reveal this since you've seen and it. And forest. Since you've seen it in the distance. Okay. How do you do the, uh, what is it to do the ping thing? Just hold. Cl- click and hold. With the arrow, the select move option. Okay. What the hell is going on yeah, right why, here? Why can't we just go? Is there like a cliff? <laughs> That's a good fucking question. <laughs> it doesn't tell me nothing. You know what that means? We're taking a shortcut. I mean, like, I, I imagine that you probably just can't get, like, a, a carriage. They don't there. tell me nothing. Well, it's got contour lines on the map, so if you look, it is there's, kind of a steep, two steep contour lines next to each one other. going directly through the road we just passed. <laughs> All right, but... Right there. Yeah, I guess that's only because it's open and you can pass I don't fucking know. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, yeah, no, I think it is because it is a steep hill. Because if you look, because, like, you can path down a, a hill like that and in a clear opening, but two but, steep lines like that are a pain in the ass to path through. All right, okay. But you can't put a carry Guys, through it. <laughs> I Listen, swear to God. Let the ranger talk about maps and shit. It's what I do. I swear to God. <laughs> all right, cartography game. Go. All right, you continue moving from the road, winding unnecessarily <laughs> through the forest. It's relatively all bear between there. <laughs> oh wow, how how rare and mythical. Um, you find your way through, approaching back now far overhead at the bridge. You can see that Faustus, you before were meditating near underneath. You can see the Seraphals mist from it carrying out this far. It sprays parts of the bridge covered in moss, particularly those closer to the falls. Everything is calm here, even though as you look down thousand feet down to the river. You follow the dirt road as it clings to the side of the mountain. And you see, as well on the bridge, at each of the four corners, particularly large, then a couple places in the middle, large black stone gargoyles, though they might not be made of black stone. You see them covered in moss. Deep black moss. Gargoyles? Or grotesques? Uh, Explain the difference to me. Gargoyles are actually yeah, yeah, explain it. few water out grotesques. Uh, I'm reading based on the definition they had said here, but it would be grotesque. Okay. Because it makes no sense for it to be a fountain. <laughs> I mean, if it's on a waterfall, it'd have the water pressure, too. Uh, it's but... not directly built into the waterfall, though. The waterfall is a ways off and mist carries out this far. It's a grand falls. Gotcha. You managed to proceed over with little incident. You continue winding your way through. The hills are broad, but from here you can see up at the highest peaks from here, more estate. You can see it back from Shadow Grange. It looms over everything. Grand. Black. Maybe that's only the light, but it's dark up there. You continue forward. Soon, you find yourself at another fork in the road, though going the opposite direction of you. There's a sign pointed there. This one, well taken care of, tall, set against a deep redwood, more estate. It has etched into it in finery, almost sarcastically made with silver. The other direction leads off to another gate, similar to the one you entered here with. Tall, iron, lightly rusted, but better maintained than the other one, but deep black bars. Do you move through it? 
Yes, because Conrad doesn't know you just asked that question. <laughs> Wait, what? Yep. Oh, you're meaning in case I'm doing something fuckery. Um, <laughs> you go through. You are cursed! <laughs> as you approach it, it you hear a grinding noise, and it parts before you. Not incredibly widely, just enough that you can pass through in single procession. You don't see anything on the other side. It doesn't appear to be a trap. You step through. You continue wandering. Most of what you see is either hills or forests, as most everywhere else. It's starting to get into the early evening. The light actually taking a dip for the darker, though, again, the cloud cover here makes it difficult to tell most times of the day. Give me one moment. You continue forward. The road continues to wind. Ooh, ooh, oh. One sec. There we go. You continue to wind. It follows the hills, the mountains. And as you approach further, you see the first thing to stand out. Once again, at a small crossroads, but you can see the end of this road this time. There is a windmill, poorly maintained. There doesn't seem to be any sort of notifier on it. However, there is another sign that points away from it on the other side of the fort to Palas. Do you do anything or do you just continue on your way? Continue on. It's my boat. Yeah, I mean, it's in several times, but this is useful. Hmm? Yeah, that's fair. What'd you say? Anything he could roll to see if it, like, you know. Uh, make me a perception check. No, no, it is a decrepit windmill. Yeah. The one thing you can tell, obviously, is that even though it's old and poorly maintained, is that it's in motion. With a 17, you can tell there 17. is a light inside of it. It's clearly inhabited. It seems still in poor condition, though. How late is it? Like, do we need to get ready to sleep soon? It's around maybe about, let's see, four? And how long till we get to some other place that has built links? You don't know. There's a sign, once again, saying to Palas, but... No, I'll ask, uh, ask them. Arena? Oh. Yeah, or you ask her, yeah, it's even better. Yeah. I don't... Palas is a ways away. It shouldn't be too far. I doubt more expected quite such confidence out of, well, all of you. So you probably would have expected we would have been tied up a bit longer. I doubt he's going to send another thing immediately. Even if he doesn't send anything, camping out at night is not the I agree. I say this, though, that we, if we keep up our speed, we should be able to get there before nightfall. Or at nightfall. Rather. That's probably the best idea, then. That's my vote. No, this place, I wouldn't trust it. I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Wait, are any of our prophecies about when Mills? James, read the prophecies. <laughs> Unfurl the <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> Just like flops down a big ass book and like rifles Hold through on. it and uh, finds a single note in the cover. Mad Dog's <laughs> Crypts, Treasure Lies Within, no. Comes here in a carnival wagon, no. Troubled young man surrounded by wealth and madness, no. Uh, look for a wealthy woman, no. Um, and then more estate. <laughs> nope. We'll just make a note. Spoopy ass, uh, spoopy ass windmill. Also, right if anyone here. ever has any questions for Irina, she. Is a person, so she'll always be able to answer them. What? Um, um, what? Never mind. I do know the name that people call this place, at least. I guess it's just from its time. Called the Old Bone Grinder. It grinds forever, managed by three older ladies. I haven't met them, I just know about them. Are people we certain they're, they're all older, and there's not one that's kind of young, one that's middle-aged, and one that's old? Possibly. I've never seen them myself. Before I was an outcast, some people would talk about it at times. They didn't say much, just... It was none, the people were unpleasant. Hmm? Did you get a description of any? About as... 
about as ugly as a ghoul is about all I got. Don't have much more than that. Eyes like piss holes in the snow. Wouldn't use the phrasing, and it's not what I heard, but very possibly. Nose a parody of a beak. Kind of looks to Nick. Hmm. What are you looking at me for? I think we found our cake dealer. Possibly. Well, let's keep moving. This is on top, and I hate this. One sec. <laughs> no, don't you layer, touch perfect. Don't it's you touch not, my spooky no, ass Travis, it's not gone. It's just now stuck to the map rather than a thing that can get in the way of me dragging the triangle. Yeah, it means can. you can't drag it around, but other than that, it's going to stay. Would you rather me delete it? I'm just fucking with you. You're fine. You're fine. Because he will turn this campaign around, mister. <laughs> All right, so do you continue I mean, he already elsewhere? Killed my dog just because I had a shitty name. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep moving. Okay. I've, uh, you keep moving. As you do so... Irina, you just noticed that Irina isn't much for small talk. Like many people from Stencia, she just says what needs to be said. Sometimes we'll elaborate upon those things, but doesn't talk extensively. You continue moving. It now weaves deeper into the forest. An actual broad forest. You move quite a ways until you see something. Well, Illyria, you see something. Mm, yeah. It's off to the side of the road, occluded based on a sizable amount of moss and a few small shrubs. But there is what seems to be a small... It's not exactly a box, more a stone. You can't really see it too well through the bushes, but you see it's there. It's it's boxy, though. It's cuboid in shape, at least. She'll go over and grab it. Or at least look at it before grabbing it. It's it's larger than you could lift. It's, okay. it's about the size... Uh, well, it's about three foot by three foot three foot and it's it's cubular in size uh however you see mainly from the overgrowth that is why it's such uh it's cloth or there's a cloth covering it that is most moss covered um and that seems to be what's contributing most through its shape as well as the large sheets of moss she's gonna take like her usually knife and cut through the cloth that's underneath it tears through easily it is rotted um, even as you cut it, though, it's remarkably colorful fabric. That once you get through to the other side, the side less soaked with dirt and decay. Uh, underneath, though, you find pitted old marble. Uh, huh. Do you do you rip off the entire cloth? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Do you pull it off, or do you rip it in half? Uh, she'll she'll pull if she's able, but if she has to, she'll rip it. It, it rips a bit at the seams and where you cut it, but you're able to pull it off mostly. Not intact, but with less damage than you could have otherwise. Underneath, uh, now for everyone to see, is the first sign outside of Shadowgrange of the actual touch of Avacyn. There's a small shrine set to the side. It has a very rain-weathered collar built out of marble. There are small marks of silver, but then more than a few places where you can see deep scratches where the silver most certainly was, now is no longer. There's a pile of coins here. Not many. Four silver coins. We'll just kind of look at Conrad and be like, look what I found. The, the coins are deeply tarnished, but this is the first real sign you've seen that there's many people here whatsoever. That will still Question believe. about the coins. Do they look to be like coins that are like used now, or maybe coins that are like 10 years old? Do we know that kind of thing? They don't tend to change the coin type too often, even when they mint a new pattern. It's not a big ceremonious thing, and especially with that pattern, that one would have bound for quite a while. So, okay. Roll numismatism. Uh, yeah, I mean, if some one of you has like an appropriate check, I guess you could try and date them, but it would be hard and not really yeah. get you that much. 
Um, get the Seneschal over here. Oh, wait, they're, yeah, they're very tarnished, but that's time and exposure. Congratulations, you found some coins. There's something bigger the coins are on. Fair enough, fair enough. She'll take the cloth and, like, gently rub down the, the collar and everything. <clears throat> As you move the cloth, more of the moss begins to fall off. And you can see it's a remarkably colorful fabric, actually, especially for the time. Um, it's patterned with a large rosy pink, almost thorn, curved at the bottom, a large going to a point in the middle. This is directly over the side of a bronze sphere, flame-licking the edges, almost like the sun. The back of it is all a, what at one point was white, but is now either a mix of gray and brown. She'll hold it up to Irina and ask if she recognizes it. Like, is this something you've seen before? I've never seen anything like this. Uh, any of you with history can roll. And uh, both of them from Nefalia should definitely roll. In check. Just intelligence or... Uh... Uh, add history if you have it. Eight. Nine. Twenty-one. All right, so uh, those of you with over 15, um, yeah, this is actually a not commonly seen thing around here. Uh, this is actually from, that you mainly see from Nefalia Ports, actually. It's from Avestal. Avestal, as actually people there say it, but it's often said wrong over here for clear reasons. It is the land directly over the sea, the one that most trade is done with. There aren't too many places other than that of Innistrad itself where one can do business here. Irina seems stumped. Is it uh, like a flag or something? Or that, that oh, it is most certainly a flag. Okay. How did this get? They had it here perched over the shrine. I don't recognize it. Seems to be a flag, but beyond that, I couldn't tell you much. There are similarly shrugs. Swiss Palace will explain the history and significance. There wasn't any major wars, but there's barely any contact other than Falia traders. They don't come here themselves to trade. It's all on Innistrad sailors to do so, so the fact that there's a flag out here is strange, to say the least. It's not as if they've completely untouched the culture. I mean, the very varied variety of people in Innistrad are partly associated with the fact, but it's strange to see something out here, especially from them. Done poking around at the shrine. Okay, move on. Illyrial just the flag and... It folds up a bit crustily, but you get it overall. Does she keep the money too? No. That was Grove. He's thinking about it, and then he leaves. <laughs> I don't know your fucking traditions out here. I'd skim that shit in a minute out in the woods, but... But it's Avacyn. But there's a godman here who might not take too kindly to that. Yeah. I mean, a thought crossed my mind, but then I didn't want an angel to hurt me, so... You continue onward. Uh, most notably, once again, for uh, Conrad, since you're the one most affiliated with the church, and even though you've been through these areas before, it still is remarkable for how bare it is of shrines and chapels. Normally, especially in Gavany, you can't go a couple miles without finding one. But still, it's not gone. Light begins to actually grow dark as you finally see the tall walls of the village of Palas. Move closer. Uh, it's immense. One moment. When you meander through the valley, you find these wooden palisades soaring above some of the trees nearby. The trees directly there, chopped back, pushed back enough that there is room for this actual city. 
This place is more equivalent to where you started this adventure, back in Vullabonk. It's much larger than Shadowgrange and seems to be cared. You see people standing up on the palisade. At the end of the dirt road, there's a sturdy set of iron gates set against the lashed logs. There's a pair of figures standing beside them, drenched mostly in shadow. They don't seem to be have any torches, though you can see the flickering outlines against the torches set higher on the wall. They seem to be carrying, uh, both of them carrying pikes. And along the road near them are many wolf's heads set on equally sized pikes. They don't move as you advance. This is going to stroll until we're challenged. Yep. Grove will at least lower the wolf head as he notes this and is like, oh, maybe. Uh. You're about ten feet away before we called. Halt! Greetings. And who exactly are you this time of night? I'm Conrad Starkertz, Inquisitor of the Church of Everson. You can see even in the darkness that their heads turn to face each other. You hear some whispering. Roy, and who exactly is that? Do you have proof of this? He'll uh, pull out the more silvered of the holy symbols sitting at the front of his vest. Hold up a torch to it, I presume. Yeah. They pause. The one that's talking nods to the other one, and the gates raise just a bit. Um, the other one steps inside, ducking deep low to get past some of the lowering parts and pushing past one of the doors. Please wait here. Shouldn't take too long. Sure. It's about five minutes. Then another five. The same guard seems to be have given up on a bit of his aggression, is now leaning on his pike boredly. There's another sound, though, as the gate opens up a little bit again. And the previous guard, at least as far as you can tell, they're still in a bit of darkness, slips back through, whispers to them. Right! Conrad Suckers, you said. Indeed. And your companions are all with you. They are. You'll have to get them checked by the Inquisitor here, before you can really go about the town, all right? Hmm. What's this Inquisitor's name? Check her last name. Oh, they didn't list it. That's why I didn't have it noted down. Sarah. Greg. Angel? Sarah. Angel. God damn it. Greg the Inquisitor. I thought for Angel. Sita Venlis. Hi, Inquisitor. Do you mind uh, putting that in the chat? Yes. Uh, so, uh, you recognize this name. Okay. In fact, uh, Faustus recognizes this name. Yeah. This is not a small person in the church. Uh, they're not, like, the biggest time news, but they're someone who has been around for a while. Not quite as long as a Cathar as you, Conrad, but much longer as an Inquisitor. In fact, grad after they graduated Felgout Grounds, they had pretty much entered the Inquisition immediately. She's been working for a long time. In fact, you haven't heard that much about her recently, but she had had a list of successful campaigns in the past, rooting out vampires, werewolves, devilry, witchcraft. She didn't take any particular sides and split to different groups when they needed her. She was most concerned about witches. But above anything else, she was concerned about discontent. See, as much as she was forceful and at times crueler than you might prefer, she always seemed to actually want people to be happy, or at least not worried. She felt that true evil came from discontent. It was her attempt to always see that people were at least trusting. Well, GG, guys. There's no way in fuck she's going to like us. <laughs> you hadn't heard anything of her being out this far, but then again, you I hadn't mean... heard of much anything out this far. 
So Illyria and Grove are gonna live in the forest while y'all all live in the town. Cool. Well, I don't know if she's gonna like Grimhild very much either. There's so much about us to not like. Well, and Faustus is basically evil. <laughs> I am guided. I believe is how the church say it. <laughs> so I'm probably fine. The gates open wider, and uh, guard steps aside to offer you access through. Thank you. Blessings, blessings of Avison. And the same to you, sir. I, I just sort of nodded them all the way past. Although I do have the haunted background, which is apparently pretty good at getting people to... Mostly normal people. So I don't know if guards count as normal people. Definitely not the Inquisitor. Uh, at the point where Grove tries to step through, it goes fine for a moment until the pikes are immediately lowered. Set not in front of you, but directly pointed at you. Bell I turn you. around <laughs> and say, it's a dog. Have you never seen a dog before? Not a dog like this one. Big dog for hunting. I understand your worries. But actually, that dog has just been in a fight with what you're worried about. Sir, I trust in what you say, but my job alone says that I could not let this through. Why? What needs to be fixed? I cannot let a wolf, tame or not, enter the town. <sighs> Not a wolf. <laughs> He's really bad at this. I don't think he kept the paperwork from where the noble half-bred it, did he? <laughs> the paperwork stayed around, so he'll just kind of I think it, it across his arm. I think it'd be in his backpack somewhere, but like kind of crumpled and shitty. Water stained. <laughs> yeah, let me roll to see if it's like just fucking gone or covered in blood. I'd be, I'd, be uh, willing to, I'd be willing to stake my reputation on the obedience of this dog. Oh! Make a persuasion check. Oh, I don't think fuck. he needs to. Grove just got a nat 20 on looking for that paperwork. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> Especially, um, you wouldn't have gotten fucking paperwork for this dog. <laughs> uh, you know, I, the illegal mutt half-breeds that you stole. <laughs> I didn't steal. I acquisitioned You killed a man and then took it since he had no more need for it. <laughs> Listen. Don't you go spilling my secrets. Travis, I swear to God, you do not find a piece of paper unless you wrote it yourself, in which case they would not buy it. Can I at least get a plus zero for that natural 20 instead of the negative three for my persuade? I think he's asking... Uh, I was asking James. Oh, damn it! I he was the one arguing me. on your behalf. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a 17. The big, the big the guard one, seven. hesitates. And then asks you, you like eggs? Tell the Inquisitor when you get in there. She's the only one that can confirm this. I don't want to lose my job over it. The responsibility is not yours. But she won't know that unless you tell her. Indeed. We will seek her out post-haste. Right. She's at the Burgermaster's mansion. They put her up nicely. Wonderful. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. Leans back, like, pinching the bridge of his nose. I'll head through the door. Okay, give me just one sec. Uh, I'm homesick already. That entry should have cost us 20 cents. Uh, let's see, I didn't do it to the same scale, but here we go. Big town. Better uh, first shadow. Already. Yeah, it's... it's... Ah! No! Uh, you came in through the east gate one sec. Oh, wrong layer. Which also, that means, though, another problem. Um, ugh, I fucked this up briefly. I'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, you enter the town. It is much larger than outside, um, and definitely much larger than Shadowgrange. You can see many houses and actually signs of activity here. 
there wasn't anything like that elsewhere, uh, especially in Shadowgrange. Even though it's gotten late, there are still people moving around, and the trees here, the cottage trees, are healthy. I mean, they're not perfect, but they're healthy. They're alive. There are lights set up here and there, lamp lights. There's enough people moving around, a few guards directly on the inside. They nod to you as you come through and equally eye the dog, but the previous guard nods to them, dissuading them of any further action. All right, which one is a burgomaster? That's a church on the left side. It's got the graveyard. Maybe this one? Love but one. at least looks large. Or that with the smoke? Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe this one. You know, you could ask. <laughs> which one's the burgomaster's house? <laughs> <laughs> You ask the guards, uh, you, we'll go over to the guards, and you just directly ask them about the whereabouts of the Burgermaster's Mansion? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, they give you a bit of directing. One of them offers to escort you, uh, leading you to here, a large building to the south of town. Oh, first guess. Good job. It's how's that place against the worst part of the forest, so he always remembers. Conrad, um, what are you doing outside of town? <laughs> oh, we've lost our escort. we're here. <laughs> Can I duplicate a map? Because I need that size. No? Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll just make it in a moment. Um, either way, you move to the mansion. You see the mansion has large walls of plastered stone displaying a few scars where the plaster's fallen away from age and neglect. Drapes cover absolutely every window, including a large arched opening over the mansion's double entrance doors. It's, uh, on your way there, however both in the streets just outside and especially through the center of town, you saw more wolf heads on spikes. And in fact, in the center of town, as you were passing through, you saw stalks set up, some tired and emaciated men held inside. And as you approach here, you see even more signs of wolves on pikes. And directly outside is a small, in the scale of general terms for it, guillotine. Those men in stocks, there wouldn't happen to be some silver inlays, would there? Uh, all stocks in town are always silver inlaid. It's just a thing everywhere does. Okay. Whether or not they're werewolves, this means nothing. Well, because Grove sees wolves and people in stocks, and he knows, well, there's some hunterin' to be doing. Oh, um, the guard leads you up to there. Right, will that be all? I figure so. She salutes, clasps a hand to her chest, and heads off. Loving this welcome thus far. So, Conrad, now would be the time for you to tell us if you were, like, some rough-and-tumble Inquisitor that all the other ones don't like or something. Oh, also, I forgot to t- say one thing I wanted to for you, Conrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sita, as well as being a person in many positions of power, was actually, uh, at one point, one of your mentors when you were originally training to be an Inquisitor. She wasn't there long. You didn't... She wasn't who you spent most of your time with. No, that was a different, rather smug man. She wasn't smug. She was a type of calmly furious. She was angry about most everything she did, but not in a way that lashed out. In a way that she was held very poised. She taught you well, better than him, by far. But she never liked you. You're not sure if she has the ability to like anyone. But she seemed almost offended that someone of your age was being inducted. I hope, I hope she has a crush on you. Turns to Nick with a rare smile. She was the best teacher I ever had. I don't trust old men. Oh, oh. good. Okay, so you tune in. That'll be great. If she throws something when we walk in there, duck. Killing me. Isn't it your job to protect us from that? It's rude to bring your shield up against an Inquisitor. 
He smiles and walks on. You knock uh, on the, the guard said we'd all have to see her. I was gonna wait outside. Oh well. I, I I knock 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 on the burgomaster's door. <laughs> Honestly, I, like me as a player, I'm not sure how well that uh, that the church takes resignation from a church position. Like Poorly, Nick did. Like Nick did. Yeah, Probably. it's not. It's not that you're. It's illegal to. They just really don't like it. Like really don't like it. It's one of those with us or against us. You were with us long enough that we won't say you're against us. Yes, but you're not doing anything illegal, so we're not going to stop you. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're we're good. Let's let's do this thing. You knock on the heavy doors. They're fine oak, and takes a while before one of them is pulled open. You see a rather portly woman there. She's dressed in commoner's clothes, though a few particular aprons and the like make it pretty distinct that she's a maid. Um, her face is rounded, haggard. A brown hair that is as tightly as possible pulled into a bun, but there's more than a few pieces that have gone astray during the day, now the night. You can see warm light pour out from behind her. Not omnipresent, but genuine, reasonable light for someone who wishes to keep a house warm and at least cozy. Uh, yes, may I help you? I'm looking for Inquisitive Endless. Oh, um, yes. One moment. Um, if you, if you would like to enter, you may stay inside the entrance hall. Thank you. It must be awful cold out there. Indeed. Step in. Yeah, she nods and bustles off. Uh, once you step in, you find, see framed portraits everywhere, adorning the walls of the grand foyer. It features a very wide staircase with a sculpted railing, indicating worms, it seems. Not the normal crawling in the earth, but the great beasts of spoiled green. There's a long carpeted hall. Fine. Feels cush against your feet, and you feel almost bad for a moment, marking it with well-traveled boots. There are several doors leading away from it, including one at the far end. There's bundles of twigs heaped against all the walls. You're not really sure about those. They're held tight with twine, string, small pieces of rope. The maid hustles off through one of the doors. Do you do anything? No, that'd be rude. Yeah, aside from the piles of sticks, a side eye, you know, but aside from that... I just start carving open some paintings, you know. It's stark ass still. I know how this works. Uh, it's a little while of time before the door opens. And you see wandering out another woman. Red hair, closer to the orange red hair that is on Illyria. Uh, it's under a large black hat. And she, eschewing the normal white that is affiliated with the Inquisitors, continued to go for a look she very much considered her own, one that everyone would see. No, it is a deep black with stripes of gray, and the only white upon it gesturing out into Avson's collar across her chest. She has a stern expression, sharp features, eyes that seem displeased to have to look at anything, especially you. <laughs> especially me. She walks stiffly with purpose. Conrad. Is it of endless? I guess you're an Inquisitor now, too, as well. Sure. My congratulations. Thank you. He does whatever passes for a salute. <laughs> yeah, they don't particularly say that, but I always imagine it like a like a hand over the 
like chest? Probably. Clasp hand? You have to figure a way to mimic the, the color of Avacid with your fingers. She nods. She doesn't salute back, but she never did. That's fair. So, what brings you to my neck of the woods? And with these folks? Suicide mission? <laughs> One of the only times you've ever seen her even look like she might smile. Her eyes lighten up, but her mouth doesn't follow. Now, this is a story I'm interested in, then. For once, you're doing something interesting, Conrad. <laughs> well, other than that fool's expedition. <laughs> it's funny you mention it. <sighs> you're doing it again. Better this time. This what time, makes it better? I, this time, instead of, uh, instead of the legions of church soldiers, I have a ragtag group of adventurers and an ancient prophecy. Her eyes sharpen as she puts more attention into each of you. Conrad? Yes, Nick? If you ever call me ragtag again, I'll break your friggin' jaw. Am I wrong, though? It fits my description very well. Well, I agree I just, with... No, I, just, I just glare back at her when she looks at me. <laughs> Look well, I... to the ground if she ever looks at Grove. Down on the oh, floor. Oh, she looks at everyone carefully. She doesn't step from her position, but... Conrad, why yes. have you not already introduced them? You're slipping. <laughs> Always. Grove Hacker, local ranger. Damn. Yeah. Illyria, a druid of the uh, of the organ world. Niccolo Argenti, uh, former was it midnight duelist. Her mouth tightens at the word former. <laughs> she was going to find me. out somehow. You're killing me, Conrad. Literally, she's got an axe there waiting for me. <laughs> Faustus Pence, artificer of um, artificer of the East. Nephalia. Nephalia, that's the word. <laughs> And Grimhilda from, I'm actually not certain. Stencia. I'm certain. That look doesn't come from many places. Well. Oh, and one more. Uh, the dog. You. The dog's name is you. Like the tree. That's a foolish name. I will never call it that. It, it, it's <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> it, it's like the tree, ma'am. Now please explain to me why you have a wolf breed here. It is an ally of uh, Grove Hackers. Understandable. However, you're neglecting the fact that whether or not it is trained and whether or not it is an ally, I can see it is trained as it is sitting quite carefully. No, that is not the question. The question is why you're bringing it into a town with people. People who will worry. Because one of the best cures for fear is experience. And they experience one who licks the boot of a man. And then every other one they see from now on, they will question if they can tame it. And the answer is no, they cannot. I appreciate that, Inquisitor. But you is tested against the forces of Mara, and has deserved a spot in this room as much as any of us. I have room in one of the stables. Would your hound be willing to spend the time there? Grove? Y yes. When she said hound, she didn't... She never looked to Grove when she was asking that question. She asked Conrad, would your hound... In indeed. Good. And would your hound's dog be okay with <laughs> That's a terrible thing to call me, ma'am. You don't even know me. Good. And that will not disturb any of the townsfolk. So, you have a mission. You have some folks. Soldiers, as it were, except not. Most certainly not. May I ask why you came here? Well, 
Had I known you were here, I would have come here earlier, but they told me I was to come here and check in with you at the gate. Well, here in particular, of course. I meant this town. The estate is elsewhere. You know that. You've been there. We are not, re we are not yet ready to storm the gates. <laughs> that much is clear. Grimhold rolls her eyes a little bit, because storming the gates is fucking dumb anyway. So, what is it you want from here? You're not a dumb man. You wouldn't flounder about. Is there a mad dog? Someone surrounded by wealth and madness? Um, Are you saying so... this? <laughs> yes. Well, yes! You're a sarcastic prick! Yeah. Do it, Josh! Yeah. It's so well, normally, No, I'm normally a very broody prick. I'm getting really sick of being in a place full of religious iconography, iconography and stuff, and it's getting done with it. Yeah. What were the yeah, other I'll pull, two? Out the, I'll pull out the journal that we wrote the uh, prophecy into. Yeah. Also, we have, uh, how do you call it? Well, uh, you know, some more secular business, I guess. Uh, we had to drop somebody off here. Yes, that too. All right. Irina steps forward then. Yes, ma'am. I was the Burgomaster's daughter from Shadowgrange. I seek asylum. Well, directing to the point. That can certainly be arranged. Brenna! She calls over to the side. Grimhild's gonna look at uh, her like, are you gonna tell her the whole thing? Be important. But she'll let her deal with her own business. The maid emerges back on a range of room. She nods and leaves again. All right. So, Conrad. Yes? Let's have this talk. It's been a while. But I want you to know something. This is not a judgment. <laughs> but you failed in the past. The first time you came here, the first time you gave in to what other fools thought. I'm going to help you so you have any chance whatsoever. Much appreciated. But don't you let a single piece of this disaster fall on this town. Never. Because if you do, the vampires won't be the ones killing you. Should that happen, I eagerly await your blade. <laughs> Typical of the church to waste resources. Oh my lord! <laughs> did, you, did you say that in character? Yes! <laughs> Not loudly, but yes. Then that's about you should see their retirement plans. <laughs> Nick and I get killed. <laughs> How typical of them to not set up a 401k. <laughs> I will say, though, today I received evidence that we may have a chance this time. And what is that? Mara came to gloat. And why is that a difference? He's decided that we are amusing enough to watch. You didn't bring an army, so he won't bring one. And that it will be his downfall. <laughs> this is actually not a smile, it's a smirk that she has. A laugh seems an actual laugh, almost cruel, but a laugh. We have much to discuss. Are you free now? Indeed. Good. Well then, I'll help you plan your war. And that's where I'll call an end of the session. Yeah! Cool. I don't know if I like this town, though. There's a lot of dead puppers around. We don't know anything about the town yet, except that these, like, four people live in it. And they like to put 
wolf heads on pikes. Which, to be fair, I guess I can understand, considering <laughs> more place, apparently controls them. This place is swarming with more wolves. <laughs> the big city we were coming to? <laughs> I, want, I really want Faustus to say that, like, when we're done. Like, Christ. Well, he, I was going to, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for next time. Like, it's small compared to anywhere in Nefalia, easily, but for anywhere here, yeah, it's actually a city. I guess we'll find the Wizazard here. <laughs> and Faustus, Artificer from the East. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, like, not, trying so hard not to fucking laugh at that. He cannot put his doll away until it's drawn blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any questions, Collins, concerns? No, I'm good. I, I'm good. No, it was really good. Okay. Does, well, I have a question for... Does Grove want the big spiky cloak? Because it seems like it fits his aesthetic best. Uh, he, uh, I'd, I'd have to think about it. He wants the wolf one because it's it smells like a wolf and it makes him be sneakier around wolves. A quilled cloak would make him more obvious, but at the same time could be a, a one to make him look more tough. I'll think now on it. i to roll up like a porcupine. <laughs> Maybe we could make weird spike barding for you. You can make a double layer uh, coat. Don't laugh. It works. You can't hug your dog child with spiky arms. <laughs> I was probably, I, I probably, he probably will turn it down just because. <laughs> no, I don't like gifts. All right. So like, we made you one of an armadillo instead. Would you wear that? But but out but 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 still outside of that, it, nah. You can use it. Uh, the armadillo cloak is one of the most busted equipments. <laughs> and well, I don't even know if I want it. Damn it. Well, if you don't it want it, shit, I'll use it. I mean, yeah, it doesn't fit my aesthetic. probably give it to Illyria since she seems to jump into trouble. There's an almost equipment version of it in Behemoth Sledge. Alright, but we're all just talking over each other at this point. Internet, you don't want to hear this, but uh, thanks for listening once again, and you have a good night, Internet. Good night. Yeah. Yeah.